0: It's time for Twit This Week in Tech, our last uh, live show of the year. We've got a great panel for you. Owen J.J. Stone is here. Tim Stevens from CNET's Roadshow. From Twig, Jeff Jarvis joins us. We'll talk about the worst security exploit ever, in my opinion. Uh, YouTube and Disney reach a deal. Elon Musk, the person of the year. Really? I'll make a very embarrassing revelation. And then we'll talk about the dog that talks. Or does it? Really? It's all coming up next at TikToks on Twit. Podcasts you love.
1: From people you trust.
0: This This is is Twit. This is Twit. This Week in Tech, episode 854, recorded Sunday, December 19th, 2021. Filters not included. This episode of This Week in Tech is brought to you by Stamps.com. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code TWIT for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter the code TWIT. And by userway.org. UserWay ensures your website is accessible, ADA compliant, and helps your business avoid accessibility related lawsuits. The perfect way to showcase your brand's commitment to millions of people with disabilities. It's not only the right thing to do, it's also the law. Go to userway.org slash twit for 30% off UserWay's AI-powered accessibility solution. Noon. You don't need rules to lose weight, just the knowledge and wisdom to empower you to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Start building better habits for healthier, long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash twit and buy Mint Mobile. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month and for a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free by going to MintMobile.com slash twit. It's time for TWIT This Week in Tech, the show where we cover the week's tech news with my little metal deer friend here. i get that out of the shot. <laughs> uh, hey, we got a great panel for you. Uh, starting with Upper New York State in the house, Tim Stevens of The Roadshow at CNET. Uh, great to see you, Tim. Hey, Leo. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I know you're an ice racer. Is there ice uh, we
1: had a nice storm yesterday. That's about as close as we've got so far. We had temperatures in the sixties this past week. So, uh, no, it's not really been a typical winter and it's looking like another bummer of a season. So uh, to say. What a bummer. I think it's just so, I don't know. I always bring that up when I see you because I think it's so cool that you race on point. ice,
0: which just seems like a self-defeating, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's what. If that's what turns really you on. Time. It also does. from this week in Google, our dear friend Jeff Jarvis. I guess I got to do the whole rigmarole, don't I? I stand up on ice. <laughs> i just fall down. I'd, yeah, I'd can you imagine racing other people on an, no, on an ice, no. a frozen lake? No. Jeff is the director of the Townite Center for Entrepreneurial Journalism at the Craig, Craig, Newmark. Craig,
1: Craig Newmark. Oh.
0: Wow. We got a, a new, new one. one graduate school of a journalism one. at the city university of new york Yay. very nice very nice good to see you jeff oh, of twit twit gets all the benefits oh this is a big show baby you know you're not yeah, twiggling anymore <laughs> notice yeah, i'm wearing a three-piece suit and a bow tie i mean yeah. we're this is <laughs> serious serious journalism also with us oh doctor oh, and jj stone Speaking of serious journalism, tis the season for oh, seasonings. Look at you! Yeah. Look
2: at you. Uh, I got, I got, it's it's almost like somebody loves me and knows that I like to eat flavorful food, so they <laughs> sent me some delicious seasonings
0: for for Christmas. You know, you know that uh, that face on that salt, Hank Salt, is my son. Did you I, know I that? Know. I did. Oh, good. I did. You didn't just think we randomly sent you salt? Uh, uh,
2: oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm, 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 I'm following them on the TikToks. I'm stealing. I'm stealing stuff all the time. So I, I was very honored to have it. My daughter wants to take this and keep it for herself. I said that just seems like it's
0: greedy. I but think you should it. save it. I think it's like the first can of Chef Boyardee. Like, if you, had, if you had saved that, it'd be worth something today. Uh, uh,
3: I mean, Andy Warhol,
0: we're only here. Uh, I
2: mean, I
0: mean
2: if, if that's the case, then send me another pack, because you know I'm going to be cooking. I mean, I, it's, it's impossible for me not to. It's really It says good. truffle garlic on there. Like, oh, yeah. how could I not cook things with truffle garlic? You it, it's, know what i It's so, really,
0: really good. I think, uh, yeah. and, and I'm a little prejudiced, but uh, it's, uh, and actually, I guess I, sp- I guess I have to, let me ask Professor Jarvis, I have to disclose I am an investor In the Salt Hank Enterprise.
3: uh, uh, Yes, I guess you should. Uh, uh, And I I think it's doing very well. Good Lord, 27.4 million for one of his videos on TikTok? Yeah, isn't
0: that amazing? Wow. Yeah.
3: Wow, oh wow. I keep seeing stories. Seven million followers. Let's see if we can get that to 1.8 during the show, folks. Salt Salt underscore Hank.
0: Underscore Hank on the TikTok. And on Instagram, actually, uh, that's where the somebody sent me an email saying, I, I don't like your son's videos. He never says what ingredients are in there. Well, the TikTok is just like, you know, pretty pictures. It's food porn. But all the ingredients are on the Instagram. So follow him on Instagram if you care about the recipes. Um, but I think it's really just to look at and make you hungry.
2: That's all. I I, I, I will tell you, and I cook. i tell you, like. 75% of it I'm never going to make in my lifetime. But there's like 25% where I'm like, all right, I got to go to the Amish market <laughs> like today. I need this now. Hey,
3: what's, if you what's get your it? specialty, O oh,
2: Doctor? What's your specialty? Um, meatballs are my jam. I make the best meatballs in the world, and I make the best macaroni and cheese in the world. Those I'm coming two- over.
3: I, I will do both through the show from there. I'm having dinner with yeah. yeah. Tonight. Now, let me go. ask you, because we on.
0: took you out. I did not know that you considered mac and cheese your specialty. We took you out when you and your daughter were here to a little restaurant where we had, I think it was lobster mac and cheese. Was that? Yes. How did that compare? It was, was it okay? adequate. Adequate. It was adequate. Okay. Adequate. I, <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't bad
2: by any step of the means, and it was good for what it was. It was very delicious. I just am... Um, I'm like a southern snob when it comes to that yeah. kind of stuff. Like my, yeah. the, my mac and cheese is my grandmother's recipe. My meatball oh. recipe is from like my friend's Italian grandmother. She taught me and didn't teach her granddaughter because she knows that I cook and she doesn't. Do you, so I spent time crafting
0: certain meals that I cook really well. So the only time I've made meatballs, you, I brown them in a skillet and then bake them uh, to finish them off and then you throw them in sauce. Is that kind of yeah, yeah,
2: that, that's a good way to do it. There's, yeah. there's multiple ways, but that's a good way. Okay, you know, my my, my uh, I have an important is, question. Um, good, ask your question.
3: <laughs> uh, have you had the Popeyes new
0: macaroni and cheese? Why, why, Jeff? Why <laughs> <laughs> every time with the Popeyes? <laughs>
2: well, well, I by the time I got a hold of that chicken sandwich, I started selling them like there were drugs on the street. Like geez, I don't understand why people thought these things were so good. Marketing is amazing. They have tricked the world into believing that diamonds have value and that Popeye's is killing
0: it in macaroni and cheese and chicken sandwich market. Marketing on human beings is so he's amazing. Saying it is amazing. Popeye's is the De Beers of chicken sandwiches. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. They they That's couldn't on, sell chocolate
2: diamonds because they were trash diamonds, and then they tell you they're chocolate diamonds, and then you got to have them. Oh. They were the bottom <laughs> of a barrel for
0: decades, It's now they chocolate diamonds. It's chocolate. It's chocolate. Mm. Yeah.
3: One of my favorite American. Leo lines ever is when the sandwich came out, and it's kind of thick at one end, he said there was a chicken bolus in the sandwich.
0: It is. it has got a bolus, a chicken so. <laughs> in there. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I think you should preform that oh, stuff. Oh, I think it's good. So do you, do you know do you know
2: what you would not like when I was in China, and I don't know why I did it. When I was in China, I saw KFC and I said, Huh, let me go to a KFC in China. Why oh, not? Yeah, why not? I, I go I go to get a chicken sandwich, I bite into the chicken sandwich, and somehow the breading was around loose pieces of chicken. Like it was Ew. real chicken. Like it wasn't formed into a patty. It was just like I was biting out like Breast pieces of chicken out of the breading. And I'm like, this is really weird. And I don't
0: understand why. They're, they say that, you know, the Chinese are going to rule the world and all that. But I say, be, there's a KFC on every corner in China. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we are uh, socially and culturally dominant. I think it's because they got uh, tourists. I, I didn't, I don't see. No, 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 no. The oh, Chinese no, no. love KFC. No. Oh, my oh, God. They, they, oh, Japan as well. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's huge. No.
2: Uh, What's not before the time? What's not not, when I was there? There was nobody in
0: there but Americans when (laughs) I went. Uh, Biggest, uh, I you know they're calling this log four shell exploit the worst security vulnerability in a decade. Somebody called it. I think it's the worst ever, and it's the gift that's going to keep on giving. Discovered uh, the weekend of Thanksgiving uh log4j is a widely used java based logging tool uh from the apache foundation it's used everywhere first discovered in minecraft servers it's very easy to exploit it's it's literally you can you could put it in the url uh of a of a website and it, it'll get it entered in the log and as soon as it's in the log it gets executed and remote command execution prop, profit uh it is now we see being used by nation states dramatically, China and others. It was a zero day. Uh, so, uh, and it was so easily exploited that it, the minute it was revealed, everybody knew how to do it. So everybody's working very hard to resolve this. Uh, we're also hearing from uh, other security sources that this isn't the only flaw in Log4j, that there will be others uh, that even though you fix, you know, you, you close the, the back door, you update to the latest version of Log4j, which fixes it, you're, if you've been compromised, it's the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, people say for years we're going we're gonna to run across servers that have this problem. Uh, adv- the U.S. officials said this week that adversarial governments would inev- inevitably seek to exploit the security hole uh, but companies like Mandiant and Microsoft have said that they already have dudes. They already have, including uh, China. Ransomware attack groups are using the attack.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say. Thankfully, so far, most of what we've seen has been, you know, the typical bot farm and crypto mining stuff. But uh, yeah, it's still very early days. I've got a good friend who's has been at a very large company, and he had a very long week. Oh, I bet uh, patching I'm up banking call. systems. And it's been about. I used to be a software engineer and an architect. It's been about 15 years since I've written any code, and I remember using Log4J in everything. And uh, and I'm sure some of those things that I wrote way back in the day are probably still running on production servers right now, and uh, hopefully someone's got the keys to go in and and do some updating. Uh, Is there one person who created it who's
0: saying, oh, hell. (laughs) Well, this is the irony. It was created (laughs) by one guy. Uh, It is, of course, as with all open source projects now, there are other committers, but they're all volunteers. They're all part-time Open source developers, and suddenly they're you know on the line. Uh, it's used by everybody. It's Java, so you know uh, there's always that notion that Java is somehow sandboxed and safe. But this you know it clearly shows uh, that there's uh, that it's not. It's the I think part of it is the problem is that it's so ubiquitous, as, as you say, Tim Stevens. It's it, everybody uses it. It's so it's just the default logging tool part of the problem is it's so easy to exploit i could do
1: it anybody could do it it's a it's simple text string by tuesday is running to to system logs and really needs kind of pretty low level access to to these systems to do its job effectively and so it tends to be given a lot of permissions and that means it can, can do a lot of harm in the wrong hands yeah checkpoint software says it had counted 600
0: by the by the way this is tuesday This is almost a week ago. 600,000 attempts to exploit the bug by malicious cyber criminals. 44% of corporate networks worldwide had been hit by these (sighs) attempts. Uh, As you said, Tim, a lot of it relatively benign like crypto miners. But once you see China and other nation states starting to use it, it's going to be about data exfiltration and perhaps worse. To date, uh, CISA is unaware of a federal agency being breached but federal agencies have been given till Christmas Eve to, to patch their uh, software. Um, Cancel that vacation, everybody! Oh my God! The attack worked. This is what the Wall Street Journal says: the attack works reliably and is trivial to exploit. That's about as bad as, as you can get. Uh, CrowdStrike. Adam Myers, Senior Vice President of Intelligence with CrowdStrike, one of our sponsors, says it's a surprise. It's not more widespread. The question everyone's asking is what aren't we seeing? And that's really where this is going to be a long-term problem because I would guess many, many servers have been impacted and affected, but the the people who have used it are laying low. They're in there, but they're sitting in there, and they will... uh, you know, do something later with it. So uh, terif- terrifying. Just just really awful. Uh, Cease is actually saying that it probably will affect hundreds of millions of dices. Now, the thing I'm, I say all the time, just to reassure people, it's not affecting your individual computer. You're a home user, a business user of Windows or Mac or, or Linux. It's not, it's not going to affect you. It only affects servers. It's the logging tool used for servers. Unfortunately, <laughs> because it affects all servers, including Apple's iCloud, <laughs> from Minecraft to iCloud and everywhere in between, it's very likely that something you use is impacted by it, and it could then turn around and bite you that's why it's really important that you keep your own systems up to date, because it will be looking for weaknesses in your systems. So, uh, and and really the people most affecting people who like Tim used to be sysadmins. People who have to keep their servers running. Uh, I guess I mean there's. I mean, normally on a show like this, we go well. Let's point a finger of blame or. You know th- there's no blame this is just you know this happens it is you know somebody said, "Oh, this shows you should never use open source i don't think oh, that no, shows no, that no, no, no. yeah that that's not it <laughs> every, is that so, ever, ever saying that? everything's got a problem i mean every the software is going always have bugs in fact, I think you could say the fact that this got patched almost immediately uh is testament to the fact that you know these unpaid part time volunteers who maintain this thing care a lot about quality and uh, fixing it well i've also heard a number of people say this has been a problem for a lot longer than anybody's admitting i don't know about that i haven't seen that uh, evidence of that yet but so just uh, be careful
3: (laughs) out there (laughs) so
0: what's the word what's the the nightmare
1: scenario what's the worst that can be done with it anybody want to use their imaginations as far as I know, you can run arbitrary code. Um, you can basically inject whatever you want to. Um, so as far as I know, worst case scenario is basically complete control of, of any, any system that's available publicly. You know, hopefully things are properly firewalled or even air gapped, you know, truly secure systems like that obviously should be fine. Um, But anything that's got some kind of public access um, potentially is completely exploitable. And then at that point, you may be able to get inside of a firewall and gain access to some more secure system uh, that way. So the the, the potential damage here is is really problematic. (laughs)
0: Thanks, Tim. Wired Magazine, the next wave of Log4j attacks will be brutal. And this was uh, three days ago. Uh, the really, that's the the Omicron wave. In other words. Yeah, exactly. We've only (laughs) seen Delta so far. Um, because it's my guess that a lot of servers have already been compromised, but that the nation states who've compromised those servers, the bad act, the really bad actors are not the script kiddies putting crypto miners on there, but people who are saying, good, we got access could be, uh, you want the real nightmare scenario. It really is going to depend on how well these, uh, servers have been secured if they're open to the public and a lot of that's kind of the nation notion of a server is it's open to the public you know it's a minecraft <laughs> server or it's icloud or it's amazon people are using it uh and and if somebody with malicious intent is one of those users you can do it so you know what we don't what we've seen in the past is things like our electric grid not super secure uh in fact There's evidence that virtually every electrical provider in the country has been compromised in one way or the other. I think fairly likely that nation-state actors, Russia, probably already in the electrical grid. Uh, Financial services. I have to think most financial services probably do a better job of securing themselves than the nation's electric providers. But they probably still, some of them are online somewhere. That could be devastating. You could bring the grid down, which is worse, bringing that, t- turning the power off or destroying America's financial system. <laughs> the financial system. <laughs> that would be pretty bad. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you could trigger uh, a, re- a recession, a depression, uh, economic oh, meltdown. Oh, geez. Uh, I'm sure our military systems are well protected, uh, except that I wouldn't be surprised at all if military contractors— Uh, Don't have somewhere publicly accessible servers or themselves access these servers. Uh, I suspect it's as bad as it gets. Now, the only bright side is we are also probably in Russia's electrical grid because they're using it, too.
1: (laughs) So it's mutually assured destruction. I don't don't worry, all of your NFTs should be safe because they are, of course, <laughs> fungible. So That's all of your investments, news. all of our retirement That's funds really should news. be totally fine.
0: If it's on God blockchain. God bless the blockchain. If we put blockchain. everything on the blockchain, everything's going
1: to be okay. It's safe.
0: Amit uh, Yoran, CEO of Tenable, cybersecurity firm and founding director of U.S. CERT, says it is by far the single biggest, most critical vulnerability Ever. And I, and I I have to agree. I can't think of anything. You know, people might say, well, look at Intel's meltdown inspector problem. Yeah, but that was really, really hard to exploit. Every machine has it. But it was really, really hard to exploit. And as far as we know, we haven't seen any exploits in the wild because it it, it took such skill to implement. This, I could do. <laughs>
1: any idiot
0: could do. It's not hard at all. Um Checkpoint says they've seen 1.8 million attempts to exploit the vulnerability in the past week. Uh, In some cases, 100 attempts per minute. China and Iran have been spotted using it to establish footholds. And that's really the thing. Footholds is the thing. And so I think, you know, China and Iran, they're not going in there and putting in crypto miners or defacing your website. They're going in there for the long haul. They're going in there to live. And no way to to detect it. Uh, Well, of course, there's always a way uh, to detect uh, APTs. There's always a way to find somebody in your server. The problem is uh, they're savvy. They're good. They're probably leaving very little trace. uh, And they're probably being smart enough not to trigger any tripwires. So I think it's, it's a safe bet that they'll be there undetected for some time.
1: Yeah, it's really a question of how well your network topology is defined, because again, this is giving easy access to to public servers. And and realistically if you're designing your network right, you should be able to prevent some kind of, or have some kind of firewall or some kind of a a barrier in between these public servers and anything internal with really, truly mission critical stuff. Um, But like you said, Leo, there's this perception, of course, that Java is inherently safe. And so therefore, I think a lot of admins out there probably were a little bit relaxed in setting up access permissions to these and from these Java servers thinking, well, you know, there's there's really low likelihood of anything really dramatic happening. Um, So if those network topologies aren't correct, if there aren't the, the proper checks and balances kind of in place, to prevent someone from hopping from a public-facing server to something internal that's supposed to be kind of blocked off from the world. Uh, yeah, that's when this starts to get, get really problematic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you know,
0: <laughs> we don't have our usual uh, pundit-level uh, information apart <laughs> to talk about this because it is, and there's not much we can uh, say about it. It's just uh, this is this is the gift that's going to keep on giving for, probably for years, they're saying. That there'll be there'll be compromised servers in closets everywhere that nobody even pays any attention to, that uh, will just be sitting there. And one day, you know, you'll log in and boom, <laughs> you'll be sorry. Because uh, because because I think probably most servers will be patched pretty quickly. The patch is out there; it's easy to fix. Uh, but the problem is, the patch doesn't eliminate the person who already got in. It's just closing the barn door after the hackers already inside. So. Um, Anyway. Well, this is a depressing show. Okay, I'm going to cheer you up. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at all the top stories. There's nothing nothing to celebrate. Nothing happy there. Nothing happy. Uh, Doctor, All right, here's the good news. Here's the good news. Disney's back on YouTube TV. <sighs> Woohoo! <laughs> I hate I have to say, I really hate these clearance uh, negotiations. It happens all the time. It happens with cable networks, in local television stations. It happens with Roku. It happens with Apple TV, YouTube TV. Disney said, look, if you want to carry our channels, all 18 of them, you've got to give us more money. Google said, well, the heck with you. We went back and forth. Uh, It's really a game of chicken. Whoever blinks first, right? We've seen it happen before. And almost always, these are resolved the day before they're going to pull the plug. Well, it didn't happen this time. And on Friday, Disney pulled the plug. A lot of Disney channels disappeared from YouTube TV. Now, this is not YouTube. This is YouTube's streaming TV service. I actually subscribe to it. It's expensive, sixty-five bucks a month, but it's basically like cable. It has some nice features. Uh, it has a DVR for up to six people. Everybody in your family can. DVR. Unlimited DVR. Yeah. Except we learned something with this. Something really important. Not only did the channels go away, ESPN, FX, National Geographic, your ABC locals, but all your DVR recordings for those channels went away. They're not recordings. They're not permanent. uh, I'm not sure how it works. I'm not sure what the mechanics of it are. But when you lose that channel... You, you lose the DVR recordings. So like everything else in the cybersphere, you don't own it. You're renting it. No, they're just pointers. They're just pointers. They're just pointers. Yeah. Uh, Google said we've had good faith, good faith negotiation with Disney for several months. Unfortunately, despite our best efforts, we've been unable to reach an equitable agreement before our existing one expired. Their channels are no longer available on YouTube TV. We're going to give you 15 bucks off. It is expensive. It's 65 bucks. Now I think that's a little bit of a PR thing on Google's part. See how much Disney's cost is impacting your bottom line. So it went from 65 bucks to, to uh, 4,9, 99, 50 bucks. I almost wish
2: they didn't fix it because I use I use a uh, YouTube TV. I'd rather pay the forty nine ninety nine than pay the extra fifteen dollars. Because again, as being at this point, I'm I'm over. I might as well pay for cable again because I have the Hulu package where I get ESPN, Disney, and Hulu anyway. So I might as well. I was thinking to myself, well, I already got it, so go ahead and take it fifteen dollars off. Save me some extra money off the top of my bill. But that just goes again, like you're about to say, that's how much it costs. Uh, Disney had to flinch. I'm, I'm happy Disney got to uh, take a little bit less money, then hopefully that means my Well, I
0: don't know who flinched. Them. It could be Google it, that flinched. We don't know. It, it had to be Disney
2: because Okay, if it was Google, they would have not went out and said, "I'm going to give you fifteen dollars discount and all this kind of stuff." Because nobody's going to cancel their service right away. Well, remember, do you, you feel the
0: impact? All of this is a little bit of you know oh, it's, it's all, jockeying in the public sphere. For instance, I think ESPN alone is almost fifteen dollars. So it's the most expensive cable channel. Well, it's, it was. It's, I'm it's, not sure it is anymore. It's pretty expensive. It used to and, be expensive. And but this now. weekend, because of the bowl games, was a. Of course, they always do it like right before. Like right. you're gonna really yeah pissed. Uh, and I, I'm not convinced. What we? I don't think we'll ever know. We never do who blinked, but they. But they, but they took them a day, right? So they It's just, a game for them. It's a it's, game. When I, when I worked, when I worked in the cable, to
3: the side of the cable industry, they would all brag that they leave no scrap of meat on the table. Even if everybody satisfied, they still just want to fight for the sport of it. It's they a bunch like, of Logan Roy's
0: swearing yes, at each other. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> F off. F off. Lisa, uh, we, we're talking about this TV show on HBO, which is still, I think, the best TV show ever, Succession. It's really good. And Lisa loves it. In fact, we like it so much, we're doing something I'm calling now the Re-Binge, where the season three ended. And now we're so desperate, we're actually starting over. We're just going to keep watching it. <laughs> how, how do I keep hearing people say it's the best TV show best ever? Best TV show ever. <sighs> I know. you. Okay, you don't agree. That's fine. You know, it's, oh, it's not a, only do
2: I not agree, it's just like that is such hyperbole. I live in a world of like Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, better, The Wire, Better, like Better. Yeah, in every respect,
0: uh, it's better. It's the Shakespeare of our time. But anyway, you, we don't have to agree on that. That's not important. Lisa, <laughs> Lisa has started using Loganisms against me. The other day, she said, "Stop buzzing in my ear." <laughs> what
2: <laughs> has she yet told you to f off?
0: Oh yes, many times.
2: Uh, um, I'm sure that was. i was sure that was pre succession.
0: No, no. Well, maybe okay, yeah. But she's gotten more eloquent in it thanks to Logan Roy. Anyway, well, it's does about... she do it with the accent? Does she do yeah. it with the accent? She, she, she does it like. Yeah, uh, I bet she is. Yeah, she does it exactly like Logan does. Brian, the great Shakespearean actor Brian Cox, uh, who's I think 76. He's in his 70s. He's He's the he's the Eminence Grease of this show. He's wonderful. In fact, the episodes without him are not quite as good, I have to say. Yes. He's so good. Yes. But And they give him some – every actor in this show is brilliant and the writing is brilliant. So they all have wonderful lines. But they give Logan such <laughs> such salty speech. It's wonderful. In any event, uh, it's a show about a media mogul, Logan Roy. He's kind of the Rupert Murdoch. Uh, but 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 in every negotiation he has, there's there's one of him and everybody else gets cowed. I feel like with these, it's two Logan Roy's going, mur, 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 and nobody's the winner. The, you know who's the loser? Us. In every case, these carriage battles, uh, it's us. It's the uh, users who are harangued by the cable company saying you're going to lose the CW. Uh, write them a letter. They're going to and uh and and if and if it very rarely happens but in those cases like this one where you do lose a channel maybe you didn't see the uh what's the Jimmy Kimmel bowl how does he get a bowl by the way uh, anybody can get a bowl <laughs> that's but why I want the Leo bowl the, really there's a Jimmy Kimmel bowl that's the anyway you so you're going to you're not going to get to see the Jimmy Kimmel bowl but uh, and I think that was the whole negotiation strategy but, behind.
2: See, Disney. back in the day, that back in the day that affected the user. But now, you know, I don't get stars network. Okay, well, I'll just go pay two ninety nine a month to get true. stars many ways. direct. Like b- yeah. before, before it's like, yeah, oh man, I can I don't have the. Guess what? Now everybody's got their own app. If you take it, like I said, if they took this away from me, I don't care. It didn't freak. I didn't bother one iota. I logged in today. I had this big blip on my screen. Sorry, no longer. I said, okay, cool. Now I got to actually go. to their native app. Oh, it sucks for me. It's so hard. But I mean, nowadays you have to worry about that. The user doesn't suffer anymore.
0: The world YouTube. has changed. I'm still paying too much for subscriptions. YouTube though. TV is my favorite of all of these. Uh, Hulu has a streaming service where you get local st- channels, and it is, in fact, one of the U.S.'s biggest internet pay TV services, according to Variety. Four million subscribers. They don't reveal numbers, but that's, that's what the pretty small. Say. Yeah, it's small, but it's in a universe where there's a million little, and it's going to grow like crazy. Yeah, uh, YouTube TV had more than three million customers in the third quarter of 2020, so it is growing. Uh, Hulu Plus. Computes. What do you What do
3: you like about it? Is there anything beyond just what it has, what it offers, and channels, or is there anything? Well, and the,
0: at the, at the DVR? If you've got Logan Roy money, because it is the most expensive <laughs> of these, it's 65 bucks, and if you're willing to pay an additional. $20 a month, so it's $85 a month, they have 4K content. Not a lot of 4K uh. content yet, but if you have a 4K TV, it's one way to get see a lot of, for instance, NFL's not in 4K, but a lot of college football, weirdly, is. So, if you want 4K sports, this is one of the best ways to get it. The other thing—look at that green! It's so green, isn't it, Lisa? <laughs> oh, I've never seen green like this. Uh, you, you know what? If you're a football fan, it's the difference between watching it on TV and being in the stands. You really feel like you're right there. I can see the sweat in their armpits. Yeah. Almost can computer. smell it. <laughs> the other thing I like is the DVR. Although it's very interesting to see that the DVR, you lose the rights to your content if the uh, if the channel goes well, away.
2: I don't know why you didn't think that that would happen. It's in the spa- It's in the in the servers in the cloud. It's not on your device. It's not. Like I know, but you recorded the- it, right? I mean. No, so no, you recorded it on record their it cloud. You like it. you, yeah, you, you said you didn't record it. You saved it, but yeah, you but saved ads on their yeah, hard drive. It's a
0: bookmark, okay? You know, but a bookmark. Yeah, but uh, okay, yeah. It's
2: not, it's not TiVo. I don't have a box in my house. I understand. I recorded that it too. Well, I mean, you sound it right now. Don't stop <laughs> complaining about the thing you complain about. And, and, and side note, obviously, I should never say anything like that because you're the smartest person I know besides myself. You know, you're a genius. But let me tell you something. If you're looking right now. If you have it, I know Uncle Leo said it's expensive. But if you have family that lives in your tri-state area, That's right. they cap you globally. I've got uh, up to six family members. I've got four on my line right now. I'm talking right. about $25 a piece. I, get, I I actually
0: make $25. Wait a minute. You I'll, charge your family members for access <laughs> look, look, look. Hey, to your look, look. YouTube 20, TV? Hey,
2: I, I have to pay. They have to pay. <laughs> and $25 <laughs> is better than $65. <laughs> is it not? i am not good at math, but I'm just saying $25 is better than 65 So if you're out here and you, know, you live in California, you just... Hook up six people on the line and you're good to go. You can't go out of your region though because they're smart. They they stop you. They only give you three weeks of viewing because I I have like 42 accounts in all across the country. But you get do you
0: get <laughs> the what stations? Do you get the New York stations or the Philly stations? Um, I get the uh, Philly stations. See, so I think that's one of the. So we don't get locals here. You have to get cable. I guess if you have an antenna 50 feet above your house, you might. But we're far enough from the big sure. city that we don't get anything. We get you know like one UHF station up the up the up the road a bit. So I need something. And YouTube TV gives me the San Francisco locals. That's that's good. It's good. You know what's the only negative is you can't so with the TiVo you can skip easier skip commercials. I shouldn't talk about this. Never ever <laughs> skip commercials, boys and girls. It's <laughs> it's like stealing. It's it like is stealing. stealing. It's immoral. You should feel it's guilty unethical. as hell. Whatever you do, it's it, wrong.
3: You ask. You should say four hail leos every time you do
0: it. So the YouTube TV scrubber is not. It depends, I guess, on what device you're using. But on the Apple yeah. TV, you got to do it like this. But then I realized this was a big. If, if you lived this life, you'd be happier. You need this life. Uh, this remote right here. Does that skip th- better? Th- th-
2: Oh, they're remote. Oh, I be skipping to do that day all day long. This this thing right here is ooh, the quickness right here. See, you in the Apple universe, you got to get over here to their universe. Once wait, you get into their device, wait.
0: I found a workaround. Siri will skip for you, so you can say, "Siri, uh, skip ahead one minute, two minutes, whatever length you want." So the only time uh, I skip is is uh, if I have a recorded uh, football game or the F one races or things like that where I just want to see the results. Right. But you could say, and with football, you know that's going to be a minute break. That's going to be a two-minute break, three minutes. So you can say skip ahead. Or yeah, as, they also do as you thing, would say, skippity doodah ahead. skippity doo da. And, and
2: also, the, with the fun thing they do with sports is, like, if I come into a game and I'm late, I can just hit that catch-up on all the key moments thing. Love that. That they have. And, man, and they really do have all the key moments. That's like, YouTube at it work. One time. That's YouTube. And I thought, like. Yes, I was like, man, this isn't going to work. Like, Let me see this worse. I watched three games like that, and and they hit the notes, boy. Like it was like I forgot. It that's, was impressive. That's the it other great
0: benefit of YouTube TV. You can you it has that summary kind of, yeah. yeah really do a good it's job. It's great. All right. So now we have we sold you. That's a happier. That was, sold, that was a happier right? segment. That was happy. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Now that we're ending on a happy note, it'd be a good time to do a commercial. Uh, we'll come back. Love it having you guys on our last. Uh, well, I guess it's not our last show of the year exactly. Uh, we're gonna so we're gonna have next Sunday. It will be a little bit pre-recorded. It's a best of Twit, the ho- not best of holiday special Twit. And uh, this year, you know, you've been on that Jeff in the past. Uh, we we actually flew hosts in. It was a lot of fun. But this those year, were the days. Those were the days because of Omicron. We we aren't even gonna be able to have people in the studio. So our holiday special will feature our in-house hosts, Jason Howell. Micah Sargent, Aunt Pruitt, and I. And uh, we'll gather virtually with our virtual eggnog and, uh, and have some fun. That'll be the holiday uh, special December 26th, a week from today. And then the following week, January 2nd, is our Best Of, where we you've been ask, hearing us ask all year long, you know, let us know what the best moments were in Twitter, so we compile them. Those are always fun. And then we'll be back live on January 9th. That's actually going to be a special show as well. That's going to be our prognosticators show. This was something Amy Webb, who's a regular on uh, Twit, um, said, I would like to come on. She's a futurist. That's what she does. She She helps companies strategize, plan for the future. She said, I'd like to come on and do a kind of look ahead to the future show. I thought, that's a great idea. So Amy Webb will join us. Then I thought, well, we shouldn't just have a futurist. We should have somebody whose imagination lives in the future. Daniel Suarez will join us. He's of course, one of my favorite science fiction authors, F- Demon, Freedom, TM, uh, a whole bunch of books in which he's really, that's his specialty. He's thinking about what the future will bring. And uh, we're also working on a third, and we I won't say any names yet. We've reached out to some very interesting people, but I wanted to get a scientist. So a scientist, a science fiction author, and a uh, futurist walked into, Walk into a bar, a twit yeah. bar. <laughs> and that should be a very, very interesting episode. There, Leo, Leo,
3: Leo. January 9th. Yeah. Can, can I do a looking back show? You know, a, a Gutenberg show? <laughs> I remember when
0: Gutenberg invented the Bible. Yeah, I, could, I, could, yeah. I could do the whole 400 years of history. Actually, in, in that's a great scene. idea. But we should mention, for those of you not watching video, Jeff has somewhere, somewhere found a Gutenberg T-shirt. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a at, minute. At the, at the Gutenberg Museum in, in Mainz. Watch this.
2: Stop buzzing in my ear!
0: Lisa's <laughs> here with Christmas cookies for everyone. Oh, hi, Lisa. Oh, Lisa. They're all, Lisa. all saying hi to you. Hi, Lisa. Oh, these Merry look Christmas. really good. I might eat bite Backeroons? the head off a of ginger Sugar cookies, egg, gingerbread. 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 Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. They also, yeah.
2: Also, side note, uh, oh, Uncle Scrooge. Good. Uh, I was just texted, if you use custom guide with your YouTube TV, you can re-add all of the Disney channels and they will appear. DVR recordings and saved library items will remain also. No, and I you know. Go that was, in, the, that was the thing.
0: When they went yeah, away, went back. the DVR went yeah. away. When they came yeah. back, so did the DVR. Yeah,
2: see, you got to no. say that out loud. So, you had me thinking all my old stuff was gone. Oh, Come no, no. God. That's the beauty
0: of it. As long as you got an agreement, you can have it. All right, well, uh, we agree on the agreement. Yeah, for today. Yeah, let's take a little break. <laughs> While I eat a gingerbread man. <gasps> he bit his head off. Do you, do you start with the toes or do you go with the head? I head. went with it. They're it's all the same. Head. It's all the same. Yeah. yeah, You can't really tell. It's just a cookie, folks. Our show today brought to you by stamps.com. Uh, this is a tough time at the post office. I love the post office. I love my postal workers. I know we know our mail carrier's uh, name by, you know, I won't say her name, but we know her and she's great. And we give her a Christmas card and a little bonus every year. But I have to say, you don't want to go to the post office around this time of year because there's all, that's amateur hour. All the people who, who go to the post office once a year will be there with 20 packages in their arms and you will be in line. I've been watching the lines get longer and longer. Here's the, here's a pro tip. You don't need to. You don't need to go drive down to the post office, wait in line, oh, that's because you've got stamps.com. You can do everything you would do in the post office without leaving your desk. With your computer, your printer, you don't need a postage meter. Stamps.com is amazing. And by the way, it's not just the U.S. Postal Service anymore. Stamps.com also does UPS. So now, I mean, this is now the all-in-one service you need. Stamps.com lets you compare rates between UPS, USPS, various services that each offer, print labels for packages. You can even print right on the envelope for the Postal Service. Plus, and I love this, you'll get discounts you cannot get anywhere else. You can't get at the Postal Service. We are, I love stamps.com. They've been an advertiser on our shows. This is, we're now going into our 10th year. We've been using them for even longer. If you haven't tried them yet, I gotta ask. I don't know what. How can I entice you? I don't know what you're waiting for, except that this is the time of year. Whether you're selling online, especially if you are, if you're eBay, Etsy, Amazon seller, and you know Stamps. dot com will actually pull the address from the website. You can put a logo on there. You can put your return address, all of this automatic, less data entry on your part. Plus you always have exactly the right postage. Can't tell you how many times I've received packages for Etsy. Clearly they licked the stamps. They put the wrong number on there. Postage due is not a good look for your business. Stamps.com can do it right. You'll even get a USB scale. So you put exactly the right postage. You get all the services, the post office and UPS without taking the trip. And and discounts up to 40%, 40% off U.S. Postal Service rates and 76% off UPS. It's amazing. Go into the post office instead of using stamps.com. Well, it's, it's, I mean, what's well, like taking the stairs? Take the elevator. I guess if you're just going up a couple of floors, take the stairs. But if you're going up 30 flights a day, you need stamps.com. Stamps.com, for anyone who spends more than a few minutes a week dealing with mailing and shipping, you'll save time, you'll save money. It's just the right way to do it. Go to Stamps. Here's it. we got a great deal. Go to Stamps.com. Up in the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a, a little link that says, you heard this on a podcast. So click that, enter the promo code TWIT. Now you're going to get a very nice special offer. Four-week trial, free postage, digital scale, no long-term commitment, no contracts, just great service from Stamps.com com, Please. This year, you owe it to yourself. I know you've been thinking about it. Let's do it this time. Stamps.com. Click the microphone. Enter the code TWIT. Thank you, Stamps.com. Do you still, uh, Owen, oh, you still do a UPS store, right?
2: Yes, um, but since you bring it up, I'm going into uh,
0: pre-retirement after
2: our Christmas Eve this year.
0: <gasps> oh, is that good or bad? What are you eating, by the way? Are you eating a meatball? Um, Macaroni no, and you cheese. Had a, you, had, you had a
2: cookie, so I figured I'd have some. Have a cookie. I
0: okay. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to interrupt your cookie.
2: No, no, no. You're, you're fine. Uh, no, pre-retirement pre, is me uh, just not having to go back in the store. Good. Since um, COVID happened, um, it was hard hiring people and keeping people in. So I had to actually go into the stores and work mm. for the last year and a half. But hey. that ends on Friday. Yay. So, congratulations. Well, going back to just collecting my uh, royalty checks, as it were. That's nice. Have you? It so you've nice.
0: you've experienced what they're calling the Great Resignation?
2: <laughs> yes. Which is so. What happens is it cracks me up so much because there is a thing to where people are like, oh, nobody wants to work. No, nobody wants to work for you. Is yeah, the, I think the that's issue. right.
0: I think that's right. Um, yeah.
2: You know, um, th- there's a kid that uh, I I hired. I call him a kid. I don't know why. I hate when I call people because he's a grown man. Anyway, he worked at Target for three years, and he's a hardworking guy. He's like, I just wanted a raise. I wanted to be promoted, and they would not promote me. And he comes in the store all the time because he's doing side hustles and whatever, and he's complaining. I'm like, dude, I need somebody. Come work for me. I hire him. This kid busts his butt. He's making more money now than he was there. And they call him every week, promising him a manager position to come back. And he's like, no, because when I was there, you wouldn't pay me and and give me any kind of increase. He's like, so would I want to come back there because you need people and you're not going to. Give me what I what I deserve for, for growth. Like, so nowadays you're like, look, I can go work at Sam's Club or Costco making $24 an hour. I get an a email from Amazon every day saying, look, we'll pay you 3000 bonus in a week. And we're paying, first it was $18. It was 22 Now it's up to 24 So, I mean, there's options out there. So when you go to a store and they say, oh, we can't find help. Mm, mm, look at yeah. yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's true. Look
2: what you're offering.
0: Yeah. I mean, people are. I guess they're not dumb. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna take the job that's the it's best. Competition. For them. It's competition.
3: It's, a, it's it's. Hey, capitalists! Welcome to capitalism.
0: I'm not sure yeah. I'd want to work in an Amazon warehouse for any price, though. Well, um, Amazon's had huge problems this last two weeks. Yeah, the collapse.
2: The UPS store that that happened, and their systems went down multiple times. I love when I get an email that says a big. We get a big red alert in the morning. When they, because well, we pre see the systems down for returns and things like that, and it says in there, don't tell anything to the customers, don't tell them the system is down. And I'm like, if you turn on the news, it's on, it's on nine o'clock morning news. So, you, so I'm supposed to get cussed out by customers because your stuff isn't working, but I'm not supposed uh, to tell them that your system's down when they get it's on ABC twenty minutes ago. Like, nah, dude. Like, I'm telling everybody, yo, it ain't me. It's Amazon. Can Am- they
0: enforce that though? Can they make it hard for you to work with them if you?
2: No, no, no. They, they, it's a suggestion from them because, we again, you
0: don't embarrass us. Thank you yeah, very much. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, it, just in our stores, we do a lot of volume. And uh, like I said, I, I wish I could talk to somebody on Amazon because there's so many scams that I see people doing and I can't say anything about it. I just got to sit there and watch it go. But I wonder how much money they lose left and right. And again, when their system was down, that was really bad. Like the whole nation, you couldn't return anything for like a day and a half. No returns. People are upset. Are the scams you're seeing people returning stuff? So I'll tell you two scams that make me angry, physically angry. Halloween comes. November 2nd, families come in with five costumes. One for the mom, one for the dad, one for each kid. And they're like, oh, didn't work out. So you went and trick-or-treated and got this costume all funky and returned it because you don't have to look at a person. You'd never go to the Halloween store you and return it. those costumes. Oh, you would never walk into Walmart yeah. and return those costumes. They look at you. But when you go on Amazon, you clickety-clickety-click. You ain't got to talk to nobody. You walk in, you hand it to me. I don't work for Amazon. I don't care. I have to My think- store alone, we do
0: thousands of oh, Halloween costumes returns every year I have the last to think- three years because people found out about it. Amazon knows this, and they go, well, it's the cost of doing business. We're still making money. <clears throat>
2: But there's so many individual people out there that are losing money on that too. I don't again. I, I don't know how the math works out, but I'm like man alive. That's just one thing that I see. My other favorite thing is because again because you're not checking the product. I why are, I shouldn't be saying this. I guess people could learn more to do it anyway. You come in. You say you bought a. You say you bought an apple. Right. This is like why you listen apple. to Twit,
0: ladies and gentlemen, to learn you, how to scam you, Amazon.
2: You bought an apple from Amazon. You come into me again, not an Amazon employee, and you're returning it, and you give me a penny. In the bag, and I just close up the bag and put the label on it. Now it goes back to the warehouse. Now sometimes they just bulk ship them off somewhere else, but half the time nobody's checking. So once people realize that you could get away with this, you you get away with it. Now my you, you, after a certain point of time expensive
0: and return something yes, cheap. Yes, yes. Now know, mind you, just just
2: just so people don't go crazy, there the, there was a guy who just got caught. After nine two $290,000 of the stuff, he'd buy a, a $1,200 laptop, send in a $300 laptop return. He'd buy a, a, a $400 toaster and send a $25 toaster return. But after a while, he got caught I'm like, how did you let it go up to $200,000, $500,000? But wow. I, I, people come in. I had a guy come in with a trash can. It was one of those fancy, and the box was empty. I said, sir. Uh I, w- did you forget the trash can? He's like, "No, it came delivered like this to me, so I'm returning it to Amazon." And I'm like, "Okay." But, but it's, it's not your job to enforce those no, rules. You just It's not I don't I can't say anything about it. I don't do anything. Shipper. I just hit the button and go on. But when I see it, it, it's in recurrence, I'm like, "Man, people catch on really quick." So But hang Unfortunately expensive
1: from Amazon. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, uh, that, that actually can can burn de- consumers down the road, too. I actually bought a, a roof rack attachment kit for a car, and uh, I, it was on Amazon Warehouse used, so it was like 20% cheaper. So I thought, sure, it's it's no big deal. I'll save some money. I get it, and it's actually the wrong kit. And what somebody had done was purchase the kit that they needed for their car, but the kit for their old car in the box shipped it oh. back to Amazon. Oh. Amazon hadn't actually checked it, so they just said, oh, it's, it's in good shape, so we'll sell it as used through Amazon Warehouse. And then they sold it to me, and I get it, and it's the wrong. Kit because it's the kit from the previous person's last car that they had returned and gotten a full refund on. So it, exactly, uh, that can definitely go c- kind of kind of carry down the road and, and burn the next person. All too. right, I'm going to admit an embarrassing story. Uh, I think
0: I told this on Twig, Jeff, but I'm going to further embarrass myself. I spent uh, when at the heart of the COVID thing, I thought I've got to get a big HEPA filter that can do the whole house, like a you know a thousand cubic meters of air. So I got a giant. It was like seven hundred dollars, but because it was the time, he couldn't get a new one. So I got a giant one that was used. And as I've been running it for a year, and after a year, the light comes on and says, you need to replace the filters. So I opened it up I said, well, where are the filters? And I got online. There, I'd been running it for a year without the filters because <laughs> somebody... <laughs> oh, you did I that. know what happened. Oh, somebody bought it new, took out the filters, returned it, got their money back, but they got the $100 worth of filters for free. And I ended up buying the one... <laughs> I foot the bill because I bought the and one. You, that and had you had filters. dirty air for a year. And I didn't even know it because I, I, I didn't look I, it. I am
2: so angry at you, and I'm so angry at that company. <laughs> First of all, the fact that it didn't alert you that there was no filter in the system for over a year. It, yeah. it, it, it yeah. just it shows you that enough. those
0: lights that come on that say it's time for a new filter have nothing to do with anything. They're just and, a timer, I guess. And <laughs> second of all, you Need to check everything you open. <laughs> well, I did. When <laughs> I didn't know how it worked. I thought the filters were inside or something. I didn't know. I, you're a nerd. <laughs> the first thing I want to do, I,
2: I got air filters too. I go look at them. I'm trying to look at the design. I'm trying to make sure that this thing ain't got extra holes in it. Well, like, hey, I
0: will from I, now I've on.
2: Looked, I've looked at filters. Maybe I'm just a loser, but I look
0: at filters. I want to know what kind year, of filtration I'm getting. I've been going, hey, we're safe. We're safe. We got the filters. We've got all the airs clean. We're, we're safe. Nothing. You've been running a. You've been running a seven hundred dollar fan, and I'm so sad right now. I'm so upset with you right now. So
3: (laughs) I had to return a TV to Costco. They check the serial number. They check everything, which good on them. But I also got something from Amazon that was expensive, and and it was defective. It wasn't working well, and I wanted to return it. And they first gave me some rigmarole, and they said, "Okay." And they said, just keep it. I said, I'm not trying to keep it. I don't want to keep it. I want to return it. No, no, just keep it. But yeah, so wrong. there's
2: certain lists of items that they can't return. Again, I shouldn't say these things either, but there's certain things that they can't return and people figure that out too, um, that they won't take back. Um, there, anything that ever had any kind of fuel in it, you, they tell you just keep it. Anything that's a medical device that's been touching your skin, which they, they tell you keep it, which I'm wondering, like, how do they take back clothes then? Because I put the clothes on, they touched my skin. But anyway, that's neither here nor there.
0: Um, and yeah, Nobody is wants jam. to buy a used, you know, Swim colostomy suit. bag or something.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well. <I> mean, <laughs> <that's-> <laughs> You go, you uh, go right
0: there, Leo. You're you go open a lot of that, possible that, illustrations. You know, you maybe you'll <laughs> buy some a used jacket. But if it's, you know, I mean, if it's a, you know, a hernia and, belt, and, you're not going to maybe want to buy somebody's old and, hernia and, belt. And and shout out to Costco. Go uh,
2: after Christmas. Go on a hashtag Costco and Christmas tree. People return Christmas trees after Christmas no. Day and New Year's Day. Yes, because Costco will return anything. Like, oh. They do check all the numbers, but you can return anything to Costco. Like if you bought a bed from like Sam's Club, Costco's or BJ's, that's one of the things they can't take. I'm back. Not gonna ask, I'm not going to ask
0: you this, Owen, because I know what your answer will be.
2: What's my answer?
0: Uh, no, I know your answer. So I'm going to ask Jeff and Tim, and then I know what your answer is going to be. Do you think people okay. are more dishonest than they used to be? I know you think they are because you see the worst of life, Owen. But, Jeff, this – I mean, what is all of this? This is all little minor scams, and I think some of it is because it's anonymous. I think uh, Owen's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But there's just these little, like, people just – in. Do, do, do people care less than they used to about just, or do they feel they get
3: ripped off more? And 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 this is their this is their recompense? Or I don't oh, maybe that's it. Maybe they they feel justified. You and I are old and grumpy, Tim. What do you think?
1: <laughs> no, I definitely think that there is a general perception of uh, I deserve this, uh, which is I think is more widespread than before. But honestly, I, I think that it's just easier than before. Like Owen said, th- there's no eye to eye contact with anyone who's really directly affected, and so I think that 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 level of of corruption or whatever it is, it's probably roughly the same place as it was before. It's just so much easier to do it now that more and more people are doing it. Yeah. And Owen, so what are you going to say? I'm going to give you the chance now.
2: (laughs) So, um, I, this is what I tell people about the world, right? The world is the exact same. I hear people say all the time, kids nowadays don't want to work. My my son doesn't want to. Back in my day, I was like, first of all, who raised the kids that are in this day? You did. Second of all, I remember when they used to make kids work in mines and coal fields, and I remember slavery, and I remember people waterboarding people. I remember uh, Romans and Egyptians and slaves. I remember the whole world being crappy throughout history because human beings are crappy. So, the world is a beautiful, ugly place. There's always been crime. There's always been theft. It's just on different Love, ask Alexander the Great how he acquired so much. Did he just get it for free? Or, or did he do something <laughs> extra to go get it, okay? So getting the Halloween costumes is scummy for sure. But, I mean, human history has shown that we are beautiful evil creatures throughout the arc of our time on this yep, planet. So I'm yep, not saying yep, yep. it's worse right now than it was yesterday because my great-grandfather would disagree about how I'm living, talking on
0: a show with you guys, as opposed to how he had to grow that's, up. Okay? Uh, that's, Stephen, that's Stephen Pinker's uh, contention. Uh, he says we're less, you think we're more violent, but really if you compare it with history, we're, we're less violent. Although I have to say the 20th century was pretty darn violent and nasty. Uh, because of mass weapons of mass destruction we were able to kill more than ever before so anyway pinker makes a pretty strong case Oh, well, the, the, the the 30 years war was
3: pretty yeah. awful
0: yeah it's not that they wouldn't have used weapons of mass destruction they just didn't have them it <laughs> well, went on for 30 years yeah. I, I i did a panel. Well, wait a minute at, at how long were we in, in afghanistan region. i that's mean true.
3: Well, not not quite we got,
0: we got to 20
3: yeah we would have gone to 30 yeah. could have Easily. Well, the, the Swedes just kind of did
0: big stuff in Europe, but then they became Swedes. Right. Now they're nice. So you can't change. All of a sudden. Yeah, now they're Swedes. They're nice. Yeah. Beautiful, horrible yeah. place. I, maybe humans have been bad all along. I just feel like they, they is This is what we do, baby. There's this is what we do. It's, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a big evil. It's a low, kind of a low level of, I'm going to get mine. Kind of thing, like it's, it's okay. the hubris of present tense that we think everything that matters is right. worse now. I guess and, you're right. Yeah, you know, I have to say there is one social network I really like. There, you know, I know you're a big Twitter fan, Jeff, and uh, but I, I to me, Reddit gives me the news I want. It's the social network I want. And I realized I was thinking the other day why I like Reddit because I am an enthusiast. You know, I get in, I get little, I get excited about a thing, and I want to go all in on it. And with Reddit, I could say, good, I'm going to follow those three subs. And then when I move on to the next thing, I unfollow them and I follow the next three subs. So Reddit always kind of is perfectly suited to the thing I'm interested in right now. Uh, I happen to think it's a really good social network. They have apparently announced they're going to do an IPO. Owned by Condé Nast, right, Jeff?
3: Um, uh, yeah, majority. So Condé... Well, I, I told the story on, on Twig, I guess not here. My old boss, Steve Newhouse, was desperate to buy Dig, and they weren't interested. And so he bought what oh, was then, kind of oh, the second Kevin, choice. Oh, Kevin,
0: you should have sold when you had the yeah. chance.
3: Yeah. So it was the second choice was, oh, this thing called Reddit, they're pretty cool, they're a little weird and different, but they, they were a Dig you know, clone
0: initially. They clearly copied yes. Dig. There's oh, no yeah, question. Yeah.
3: yeah. And, and Steve taught me interactivity. Steve Newhouse, he's, 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 he's visionary about it. So he got Reddit and he owned it fully for not much money at all, but then very wisely kind of spun it out a bit so he created equity to, to motivate the former owners to keep going and new staff. And, and then they were able to acquire things and work that way. And so now going to a full IPO was really kind of a brilliant arc of the story
0: where they could get the full value now of Reddit. If I were Tim Stevens an Ice Racer... I'm sure there's a subreddit. <laughs> I'm sure there is for for every
1: little n- niche, and and I bet you there's a nice Reddit. I'm actually not sure. I know there's a super ice Reddit, and I'm certainly on it. But uh, I'm actually not sure there's a subreddit. <laughs> I'm right. checking right okay. now okay. as we speak. Okay. Is there a klutz Reddit? I'd be there. <laughs> so <laughs> y-
0: y- it's so interesting because you can. I think it's. I think it's a good IPO. I think this. There are definitely issues like with every social network. I mean, Reddit was hosting a lot of. Horrible stuff, but they, uh, under Condé, I think for a long time, uh, under uh, Alexis Ohanian and then Steve Hoffman, they kind of wanted to be the free speech uh, wing mm. of the free speech party like Twitter. But I think they realized that's not going to fly. And Condé certainly didn't want to be host to some of the horrible stuff that was on Reddit. So they've gotten right. rid of all of those, I think. Have they gotten rid of all of it? Or, no. Or it just still, not visible now? There's, it's like Tumblr. <laughs> there's still yeah. adult content but the thing about reddit is you don't you only see what you want to see so you get to follow what you're interested in uh and i think that that i think i don't know i i believe in anyway i think the ipo i think it'll be very interesting i feel like they'll do well let's let's just say that but maybe that's just me they wanted to be the civil somebody dwindle in the chat room saying they wanted to be the civil 4chan yeah they pre- i think they predate 4chan maybe not but, uh, uh, yeah, I think they do. I mean, I mean, Steve, dude,
3: my old boss did call me after I left the company and kind of said, "What do what we do with this bad stuff here?" Yeah, because as you say, the owners, the, the, the founders wanted to keep it as free speech, um, and and it's the difficulty of number one setting a policy and number two
0: enforcing it at scale. Right, it's a problem with but everybody. The other, says. But the thing that Reddit do. does differently that is different from say Twitter, it's not different from Facebook. It's different from Twitter. Is you have moderators for each subreddit. So they are kind of responsible for what that subreddit's rules are. And so because there are people who have some ownership of it, they're not paid, but they have some ownership of it. Uh I think it works pretty well. Um I don't know. I mean, how does How well, does, how does your Reddit point, make Lee. money? Go ahead. How does Reddit make money? Advertising, right?
3: Is advertising. Yeah. There is advertising there. Yeah. Uh, but, but mostly, it wasn't for a long time. And
0: and I pay for Reddit. I mean there is you can, you know, uh, pay yeah. for gold coins or something. I don't know what I get.
2: Yeah. But, I'm just well, wondering how, you, how much
0: you Go ahead, Owen, sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, I'm, just, nope, I'm nope. just wondering how much money they have for having an IPO. Like, I, I just don't – I don't know if the market's going to like it. I guess
0: the market cares about that. That's right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just – I, I still think of Reddit as, like, nerdville and, like, hyper-finite nerdville. So, I mean, as far as money for the masses, I, I'd be interested to see it. I just don't think it'll work. But that's just me. I don't know anything.
0: Yeah.
3: So, Leo, actually, your point about Reddit proves what you keep on whining about with Facebook. Um, and Twitter is how you want what you want to see and you don't want to see anything else that somebody else recommends to you. That's why you like Reddit so much, right? Yes. It's that's not exactly algorithmic right. It's not algorithmic. That's, why you like
0: it. that's another point. I, for point. one, like my algorithmic masters, but you don't. No, and uh, we've had this conversation on this on Twig and on this show, and mm-hmm. there are people who say, oh, no, you'd not You'd be bored to tears. Adam Masseri, the guy in charge of Instagram, says you'd be bored to tears if you only had... a a chronological feed of the people you're following. See, I don't, I disagree. That's up to me to make it what I want it to be. Where do you fall on this, uh, Tim Stevens?
1: I think it it depends on the platform. I actually genuinely enjoy on Instagram, for example, seeing kind of interesting things on there. But for Twitter... I absolutely want a linear feed of the people that I'm following. And I maintain pretty strict lists in terms of, of what I want to see. And so I'll hop from one list to the next, depending upon what kind of content I'm looking for. If I'm looking for, you know, news that we need to hit, for example, I have one list for that. If I'm just kind of checking out with what my friends are up to, I have lists for those sorts of things, too. Um, but I definitely like the Reddit model in terms of, of subscribing to what you want to see. It, it does bubble up things to the front page that are just genuinely interesting. And I think it does a pretty good job of that, too. But I tend to prefer to curate my own things uh, when I can.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I didn't mean to turn this into a referendum. How do you? Use, let me
3: ask. Let me ask a question about it. What's the smartest way for those of you who love it? Because I have not been on it much. What's the smartest way to
0: use Reddit? How do you use Reddit well? I would say you should pick some and a small number of subreddits. So Reddit is, uh, it's kind of like forum software. It's divided into se- sections of interest. Uh, I would pick a few things that you are really interested in. Uh, and follow those. So uh, I follow, for instance, slash r slash uh, politics. Um, I think that's a good one. Obviously, you know, you're not going to follow r Linux or slash r slash valheim. That's not going to be in your... There's Pixel 6. See, that's a good one. Let's say I know you have a Pixel 6. You've had some problems with it. That would be a good one to follow. Unfortunately, uh, the Pixel 6 subreddit has a problem a lot of reddits do where uh, people post pictures of stuff the mac subreddit i don't know why everybody posts their picture of their new mac like i could care less um pixel six uh subreddit got uh all of a sudden a lot of cats uh but (laughs) but but pick politics or news um you know i follow the succession subreddit i follow the chess subreddit things like that i also follow a lot of tech stuff so pick three or four things you're really interested in because they're, you know, a lot of these are very active. A lot of them will have multiple, mm-hmm. you know, dozens of posts, but they're not like Twitter active. And they're Reddit,
2: very, r- very specific. I, f- I find Reddit to be some of the smartest regular people on earth. Again, it's a very finite window for people that are in their groups, but like when you get into a group, sometimes I read stuff and I'm like, man, you should be like running a country or
0: something. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just post it on here. Like who you should you well, should there is a company. There is a like, there's a, a lot of a Reddit subreddit called Best of slash r slash Best of, where it is that's exactly what people do. This was the best post. Like this guy nailed it on some topic, yeah. and so yeah. that's a good example of. But I will also say that Reddit has its own culture, and some of the comments on a, any given post can devolve into kind of Reddit stupidity.
1: Where America. They, yeah, it's America. But in general, I think Reddit is the one <laughs> social network where you should always read the comments. And, and I think, you know, on YouTube and elsewhere, you, you, you kind of say, well, don't read the comments. But in Reddit, you really should because quite often something will, will bump up to the homepage and the first comment will be, well, actually, this is fake and here's why it's fake. And here's how you can tell it's fake. And you wind up learning, oh, now I could identify this as being fake in the future. And you don't really see that that level uh, of commenting. That's on a good point. That's a very platforms. good point. Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot of times, yeah, There's a, there's a meme going around. And and you will and the redditors are smart and will say yeah see you could tell this is faked. But what I usually will do is I'll read the comments until it gets to the point where it starts to descend into Reddit, you know, punning. <laughs> and then I'll say okay, this comments this comment is done. <laughs> Let, let's go to the next one. Uh, I I don't know. I really like it. I, I I'll be very curious how well it'll do. I think you're right. I don't know how the markets will react to this, but they well, for, have but Buzzfeed was a disaster. Well, exactly right. I mean, it's interesting that Reddit's planning this out on the heels of a horrific Buzzfeed idea. <clears throat> Why do you think? BuzzFeed... Like s- Go ahead.
2: And so it almost seemed like somebody shorted that thing. Like it was an AMC stock, boy. They they just uh, <laughs> yeah, it went down quick. So Buzzfeed so was a, was a SPAC. SPAC.
3: It was a SPAC, and that's not and, an And, IPO. and it was a particular SPAC that would let them stay in charge. And and NBC was pissed about the uh, the falling. Um, Uh, valuation and and got to carve out, which ruined it for everybody else more. And then a lot of people left the SPAC. And so the actual money they raised was tiny. And then it went down. Actually, the employees couldn't get out because there was some bureaucratic
0: mess up. So they're all pissed off. That's a particular vulnerability of SPACs that I was not aware of. A SPAC, uh, uh, can you explain what a SPAC is? I don't want to. The Spac is the thing that already has people <laughs> investing in it, and then they—they they, it's a nothing company, and then they can it's merge a, with a it's company. It's kind of a made-up company that has raised money in order to merge with another company and make a real bet company. on the comma. Yeah, the problem, which I didn't know about, is the people who said, "Oh yeah, we want to buy. Yeah, we definitely want to buy Buzzfeed. Here's you know, we'll put in a million bucks." I didn't realize they could say, "No, never mind," and take it out afterwards. And apparently, right. that's what happened. To BuzzFeed, they had uh, raised uh, I don't know tens of millions of dollars for this spec, and most of those investors withdrew. They decided not to participate. How can that even
3: <laughs>
0: It seems like should- it's a public it's a public entity with,
3: with liquid uh, assets. It's liquid and I'm, I, I'm getting that's what they're going to buy. Oh hell, let me run to the hills and you get out.
0: Yeah, so uh, it's liquid. I think maybe we've learned a lesson about specs this week. It uh, didn't work out so well. Jonah Peretti, who was the founder, and stood probably to make a lot of uh, money on this. Um, Jonah, let's be clear, is brilliant. He's a, a visionary. Is a and Very smart. Yep. Um, probably hoped for, you know, a, a nice exit in effect. And, and it's an exit without an exit, isn't it? That's the, <laughs> yep. That was the other side of it. And probably one of the reasons it didn't do well is it wasn't really an IPO or a sale or a merger it was just give us some money <laughs> and we're going to still run the place is it a sign that buzzfeed's model is not good no i don't think so i mean but but, but so I, I i
3: what it inspires in me and we talked about this a little bit on twig is that i think we're seeing the last gasp the last supernova of scale uh, and what, what Peretti said is that, is that we've got we've to ramp up together and do, and do roll-ups to compete with the big boys, even though they're tiny compared to the big boys, uh, Google and, and, and Facebook. Uh, you saw Vox and um, uh, Group 9 uh, merging, uh, another effort saying scales it. Uh, You see the magazine companies are, you know, look at what happened to the time Inc. and Meredith came together and then sold off a couple. And now they're just on the on the on the content factory floor for Barry Diller uh, because it's scale. So I think scale has been has just cheapened media to its extreme here. Scale allowed all kinds of new things to start. Scale created the mass market. Scale created uh, the advertising market, the consumer economy. But the Internet ruined all of that and they haven't realized it yet. So I think that's what's happening here. Is that is that what? I don't blame these guys. Jonah's brilliant. Uh, the management of both um, Vox and uh, Group Nine are brilliant, uh, but they're doing what they have to do with the present advertising market because they depend upon advertising.
0: Yeah, it's always advertising, isn't it? <laughs> it's always well. It's, ad- it's happening that-
3: in the subscription market too. Yeah, but that's you know what. What benefit does Substack scale really bring you if they don't use it to market across? What benefit does uh, Spotify bring you well. Spotify says we own all the podcasts, but hey, buy this one.
0: Give right, i a fortune. They don't own this one yet. Yep, and I don't think <laughs> yet is very a very optimistic way of putting that. <laughs> uh, let's well. take a little break. When we come back, the most successful uh, mobile gaming year of all time. Kind of a remarkable year for mobile gaming. But first word. Speaking of sponsors from UserWay, this is a sponsor, I almost feel like this is a public service announcement because I'm a big believer that the internet should be accessible. We have a lot of blind listeners who can't use your website because their screen reader just chokes on things like images that have no alt tags or weird navigation menus. You know where you really want those screen readers to work? On your shopping cart. You're leaving behind millions of people who would like to be your customers because they can't use your site. Now, I, I'm also sympathetic for anybody who runs websites. That's a challenge because I know I you know, we thought, oh, what are we going to do? This is going to take a lot of extra development, uh, a lot of extra time. Along comes UserWay. This is a big, big, big break. UserWay.org is amazing. Every website has to be accessible. The ADA requires it. UserWay is an incredible AI-powered solution that automatically remediates and enforces the hundreds of web content accessibility guidelines. And it does it with one line of JavaScript. It could do more than an entire team of developers. Making your website accessible, I know, can be overwhelming, but user ways solutions make it simple, easy, and I really want to underscore this, cost-effective. It's much less than you'd think. Probably, I mean, it's less than we spend on web fonts every month. It's, it's really affordable. Now, first thing to do, go to userway.org slash twit. They've got a free scanning tool. Run it. See if your site's ADA compliant. If it's not, now that's cause for concern. You're open to ADA-related lawsuits. You're also leaving behind a lot of potential users. UserWay's AI and machine learning solutions are used by more than one million websites. Some of the biggest websites in the world, Coca-Cola, Disney, eBay, FedEx, Walmart, UNICEF, UNICEF uses UserWay to make its site accessible. And now UserWay is taking those best-in-class enterprise tools that are used by the big companies and making them available to small and medium-sized businesses at a price small businesses can afford. Operating an accessible, compliant website just makes business sense. And if you do take off, you suddenly scale, UserWay can help you there too. I mean, if they can work for Disney, they can work for you. You'll automatically generate, using uh, user Way's computer vision, the code for those image alts. It'll, it can, it's, it'll see the Golden Gate Bridge in an image as an example, and say, "That's the Golden Gate Bridge." By the way, it gives you an easy way to add to that. That's the Golden Gate Bridge at sunset with bicyclists or whatever you want to have it say, but it gets you the base level there. It gets you the basic description in there. It'll take those complex nav menus that are the bane of screen readers and make them accessible. All the pop-ups will be accessible. All the forms, your shopping cart will be accessible. And you'll get a detailed report of all the violations that were fixed, plus an easy way to modify it to enhance it to improvement. User way completely platform agnostic. One line of JavaScript. It works almost everywhere on WordPress, Shopify, Wix, AEM, Sitecore, SharePoint. On many of these sites, it's just a plug-in. Uh, uh, On any site, you can always add that line of JavaScript. It integrates seamlessly, and it gets the job done. It's really kind of remarkable. Just ask Susan Bennett, the voice of Siri, what she thinks of UserWay. Hi, I'm Susan Bennett, the original voice of Siri. You won't hear me say something like this too often.
1: I'm sorry. I don't understand what you're looking for. But every day... That's what the Internet is like for millions of people with disabilities.
0: UserWay fixes all of that with just one line of code. One line of code. It's kind of amazing. UserWay can make any website fully accessible, fully ADA compliant. And with UserWay, everyone who visits your site can browse seamlessly and customize it to fit... Their needs. This is how you could show your brand's commitment to the millions of people with disabilities. They want to use your site. Make it easy. Go to userway.org slash twit. 30% off right now on UserWay's AI-powered accessibility solution. UserWay, making the internet accessible for everyone. Visit userway.org slash twit today. We thank you, UserWay, for supporting this week in tech Elon Musk person of the year 2021 mm. <laughs> mm. As you pointed I'm out saying? Jeff's been on the been in these editorial boards making these decisions You never did the person of the year for Time did you
3: No 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 but I was I was at People when we had a picture of I don't know who it was Tom Selleck or somebody, and the and the editor Pat Ryan, my mentor, couldn't figure out what to do as a cover bill. It was just another boring, good looking celebrity, and she finally decided let's call him the sexiest man alive, and that became an institution every year. Like oh, they're going to decide who the sexiest man alive. Like it wasn't like it had any meaning whatsoever. It's just a cheap trick, and I realized that you know Time used to. Yeah you find they put Hitler on as a man of the year. Okay okay okay. In 1939. But their, their goal was yeah. to sell magazines. That's no longer the case. I realized this after we talked about this last time. Yeah, cuz now they don't time sell magazines, magazines, magazines anymore. Is to troll. They want the attention that we're oh. giving them right now. They did it to tro- time trolls. That's what this is about. If it works, and it worked. It worked. We're talking about it.
0: Schmucks here we are. In uh, in 2006 it was us, by the way. You were the person of the year. Because of the Me, World Wide you. Web, you—the <laughs> world is all about you now. That's talk about ridiculous. That's that run right there is ridiculous. Uh, Twenty eleven, it was the protester. Uh, 20, 2005 was the Good Samaritans, the American soldier, the whistleblowers. But more often, it's somebody. Uh, Twenty eighteen, it was the Guardians and the War on Truth. What? <laughs> So you know, your point is well taken. This is just trolling. On the other hand, I think, and we talked about this on the radio show with Rod Pyle, who's our space expert. You can make a case that what Elon has done in many respects is is world changing. I mean, SpaceX. What SpaceX is doing is mind boggling. They, they're they're worlds ahead of not just Jeff Bezos, but of NASA, of the military industrial complex. Uh, electric that vehicles was two years ago. Okay. Maybe it wasn't 2021, but uh, I think, Tim, the impact of Tesla can't be understated on the world of vehicles.
1: Definitely, they've raised awareness of EVs in a big, big way. But uh, you have to ask, you know, how much of that was Elon Musk responsible for himself? Tesla was not his company. He basically was a very deep pocketbook to, to keep Tesla alive for sure. And he's certainly done a lot to raise the profile of Tesla and they certainly had a major influence in shaping Tesla's destiny. Um, but, you know, was that really a major story in, in 2021? You know, this is supposed to be the, the most, um, you know, news. Impacting individual or group of individuals Of the year and uh, you know It's hard for me to to say that he was the one Who was the the person that was Most talked about in in the past year that seems uh, That seems unlikely to me Certainly there are a lot of other deserving folks um, I think either on the political side of things uh, You know with the um, the Insurrection or certainly on the COVID Research side of things Whoever invented uh, the mRNA vaccine vaccine might have been A more important person
0: this year Yeah you you might say (laughs) Yeah, in well, fact, if, if was Elon the, was in the in the uh, on the headlines this year, it was almost invariably about his weird tweets. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't about anything he'd done.
2: Can I can I ask the panel a question? Yes. W- what is Time Magazine?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, <laughs> I, my I, son, let li- start I with
2: Gutenberg, for- and, I- and we'll get there in about an hour. <laughs> I, I listened for the last three minutes, and for the life of me, I still understand. <laughs> What? what any of you are, are talking, are we talking about? Owen?
3: Owen, when was the last time you bought, if ever, a physical magazine?
2: What's a magazine is your next question? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, this is a family show, so, I mean, I,
0: I've, I've had a couple of magazines. say what it was. was. <laughs> right. no, but, uh, by the way, uh, if, if, you, if you're, if you're a publishing books for my girly jam, magazines... What the hell? Who's <laughs> buying girly mags? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? I mean, what is that business that's still
2: around? I, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. I still, I go into bodegas. I see the top row with the black bag. Yeah, I the top know. Of the, it's still out them. there selling them. Like so physical media, brother, physical media. Some people still like tangible objects, you know. Some, people, so, like some people do
1: not trust digital devices, and I think there's probably a pretty good, you know, if you have the vendor diagram of people who need that kind of content and people who are really distrustful digital devices, there's probably some, some <laughs> An overlap. significant overlap. There. And
0: like cyber, I'm betting too, and have a lot of blockchain. I'm my mom, I, my dear mom, 88 years old, sent me a subscription to the New York Review of Books, which is, you know, so every, I think it's every week, I get this big tabloid-sized paper. Monthly. Is it monthly? It I mean, feels like it's all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> By the time you real. get around to looking at it, it's a week. You know? <laughs> and and it's a magazine about books. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's like paper on paper. It's meta paper. I love it. I, I actually, actually it. she's right. She knows. I love books. I'm not buying a lot of books these days. Usually buy them in e-books. But still, that's a book. You're reading it. Uh, or audio books. But uh Anyway, she asked me, and she said, "Should I get you the New York Review of Books? Do you enjoy that?" And it broke my heart. But I'd say, "Mom, I just, I, I love it, but I don't need to read it. I read everything online, and it's probably not online. I don't even know if it is, but don't." I said, "Don't." No, that's- this is this is like the reverse of that great
3: everybody loves Raymond episode. Where Raymond bought his parents Fruit of the Month Club. Mom. <laughs> Why would you do that? What a, who needs a fruit every month? What am I going to do
0: with all this grapefruit? What are
3: you doing? What are you thinking? Yeah, the first Raymond. one's always
0: grapefruit, isn't it? Yeah, who yeah. needs a, a case of grapefruit? No one. No one needs a case of grapefruit. No one. Um, well, speaking of EVs. We should ma- go ahead. You want to tell an anecdote about your dad? Oh, it's right just real right right right.
3: quick. I accidentally bought my father seven bags of grapefruit. <laughs> in his old Coke home, and I got the same routine. Like,
0: what am I supposed to do with seven bags of grapefruit? I said, I know. I don't. <laughs> what about <laughs> speaking of EVs? Uh, <clears throat> I think now, I guess, the Build Back Better bill is dead, thanks to Joe Manchin. Uh, but that was going to include a fairly hefty uh, incentive. The current EV incentive is $7,500, only available to car makers who have sold less than, correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, 200,000 units. So right. Tesla's over. You can't get an EV credit for that. But I did get one for my Mustang Mach-E. Uh, how, how important is this to EV growth, these incentives?
1: Uh, Right now, it it remains to be seen because there are such dramatic supply chain shortages that I don't really know that it's going to impact the economy that much. Um, But certainly there were a lot of pricing decisions on these EVs made with the expectation that incentives were were coming. Ah. Um, And so these going away has a pretty significant impact. But, um, you know, it it remains to be seen. We we may see this come back again. And I hope we do. Um, You know, the incentive was going to get even stronger, especially for U.S. made uh, and union made. EVs, uh, which was, you know, a a controversial addition to the thing, but ultimately meant that a lot of people would get up to 1200, excuse me, $12,500 off of a new EV, which would really substantially bridge the gap between a traditional gasoline powered car and an EV and get a lot of people into these things. And I think ultimately that would be very good for the economy, for the environment. Um, So I do hope that we see this come back. But um, but yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it's going to mean, given these things are so hard to find right now anyway. Yeah, I would not actually have
0: covered the Mustang Mach-E because it's made in Mexico.
1: Right. So you uh, would still get an incentive, uh, but you would not get the full 12500 I think you would yeah. lose uh, about 4500 off the top of I that.
0: don't have a problem with that. Bringing auto manufacture back in the United States, that creates jobs. Uh, part of the incentive was for union jobs. Again, I don't have a problem uh, with that. You get more money if the batteries made in the U.S. Again, that seems like a good idea. Um, I- I'm sure it makes a big difference in the purchase. It, I mean, if people feel like they're getting a nice big chunk of change,
1: is it a tax credit or is it actual money? It's a tax credit. It's a tax credit. Yeah. But, but it, it depends on um, some manufacturers and some dealerships. were are actually kind of taking that off of the lease price, for example. So it would be often factored into the price of the car. It depended, you know, on state incentives, too, which would sometimes be factored in that way. Yeah. But it would definitely, you know, that's a significant amount of money on a car that's, you know, in the forty dollars to $50,000 price range. You're talking about maybe a 20% discount. And, and that really would be enough to, to encourage someone to go to an EV. who might not have been thinking about it otherwise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and and I is it the case that it's a good thing to encourage EV? I mean, I'm not all I, I am not in favor of just general subsidies for American industry for just because they're American. But uh, is it a good thing for the uh, environment,
1: environment or the economy to have EV sales go up? Yeah, I definitely think it is. Uh, It's one of those things where right now we're still in such early stages. You know, EVs make up less than 2% of the the U.S. overall car market at this point. Uh, And so we're still kind of in that unfortunate chicken-the-egg state where there aren't enough chargers to make people comfortable, um, but there aren't enough EVs out there to really make uh, the investment in a charging network worthwhile. So this was really, you know, it continues to be an attempt to, to kind of kickstart that industry, to get more of these cars on the road, to make it make more financial sense, to incentivize other companies to come in and build more chargers which will then encourage more people to buy more cars, which will mean more chargers, and everybody's happy at that point. So that, that's definitely good. And while, you know, you can, if you take the worst-case scenario in terms of if you are charging your car based on electricity that comes from a coal-burning, old-school power plant, uh, at that point, the emissions are roughly the same as a gasoline-powered car. So you can make the argument that it's actually – Maybe not helping things, but you can also, you have to look at this as kind of a transitional period. If we can get more people onto EVs, well, then there's more incentive for us to get more renewable power sources and more opportunities to to get more green energy into more people's homes uh and that just helps to kickstart that industry so there's a lot of, of carry on secondary tertiary effects here which i think are all very positive and, and ultimately this could be a bit of a, a handicap for those efforts and there well, is money I'm,
0: already in the infrastructure bill for the uh, charging network right i think
1: it's a significant amount of money yeah definitely yeah that as far as this too yeah some billions well, of dollars. Go ahead.
2: I'm I'm happy you said what you said at the end about the renewable energy, Tim, because the thing that cracks me up the most about these things is how do these batteries get made? How do we mine these batteries? Are we just... Taking flowers and making batteries? Or are we just blowing up big parts of the earth with large machinery and exposing things and digging and drilling to get the materials to make all these EV batteries that only last a certain amount of time? And then the way that we charge them. Like if we were a solar, wind, water generating power place, it'd be great. But I mean, we're destroying the planet to get the batteries and then. Half the places aren't even using good power to regenerate the power for the battery. So it's a cash 22 on whether it's better for the environment or not. I mean, it's, it's absolutely be better on, for the environment. Many,
0: many no, it's levels. clearly better. Uh, gas it, vehicles it's definitely better. pollute. It, uh, if we don't transition, all,
1: then yeah. it's a dead no, end Oh, oh uh, All
0: vehicles pull we're, resources out of the earth. I think you we're could make a strong, a strong case that private ownership of cars is a bad idea. But as long mm. as you're going to have them, it's a lot better to make them electric vehicles than it is gas vehicles. By the way, there's a, there's a lot of effort made to recycling these batteries. They're getting very good at that. So you're not always pulling uh, lithium out of the environment uh, to make these batteries. They're lasting that, a pretty long time, surprisingly long time. It feels like longer than we'd expected. And, and that's why what, what he said once. towards
2: the end is what we want to, to work towards. the 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 reusing of the materials that we're using and the way that we power those materials. That, that's really important too. So hopefully we, do yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Going forward.
1: And there's this perception that, you know, having more EVs on the road means that in 10 years, we're going to have a bunch of, you know, lead acid batteries sitting in landfills kind of dripping into the earth, which is absolutely not true. Even after 10 years, even if these battery packs are down to 80% capacity and they're not good enough for uh, powering a car anymore. There's still going to be incredibly valuable batteries, much more valuable than any component of a, of a used car that we have right garage, now is 10 yeah. years old. So people are absolutely going to spend a lot of money researching ways to, to get those batteries out. And it, Some of them will be in industrial applications working as you know industrial UPSs. Uh, but certainly, we, we've seen a lot of interesting research into how to basically break those batteries down. And as you said, Leo, extract those raw elements back out because if you have a lithium-ion battery pack that's 10 years old and it's not good enough to power a car anymore, if you can compositionally break that down, you can theoretically make a new battery out of those same raw elements, and and start new without having to to go to those um, those really unfortunate parts of the world as you mentioned, and do some unfortunate things in the environment to get those batteries. So those elements, once they're mined out, they can be reused. And, and in ten years, we'll see some really interesting uh, recycling technology to to make this work. Yeah,
0: I I feel like uh, it's not perfect. No, we're not saying it's perfect, but it's it's better than gas cars. Uh, I have solar panels, so I'm putting power back into the. Uh, the grid uh, partly because i have evs also i have two big tesla powerwall batteries which i it's my understanding are actually re- recycled tesla batteries from cars that aren't sufficient for cars but work fine to power my home so i think it's partly it's jump starting this right it's yeah it's not there yet yeah. Yeah. but jump starting it leo
3: can i ask a safe i promise but but fairly ignorant <laughs> political question um I would think that it would take one Republican to say, I can be Joe Manchin. I can have the whole world come to my door begging me to vote for these things. If I just you know, hold the temptation out, yeah, Trump's not going to like me. It's but true. It care. doesn't
0: have to be a Democrat, does it? No,
3: you're in the center of power. You're the first or second most powerful person in Washington. Anybody who, could, that swing,
0: who could swing a vote is that oh, yeah. person. Yeah. So if Manchin decides on, on he doesn't want to everybody. do it. You could be one Republican. There's only one problem with that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And uh, he's sitting in uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mar-a-Lago berating Jews at this Uh, point. But, uh, you know, he's the old man yelling at the clouds, but he's somehow got a lot of sway. And uh, I I don't know why that, that, that. You're exactly right. I don't know why that hasn't happened. Because if, if you power want power, so tenuous, my God, you'd be in the center of it yeah, right then. It could be one vote. It come doesn't have to be a me. Democratic come vote. Come on, come on, tempt me. Yeah, That's a really good question. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, let's see. I think we've covered EVs. We had a number of stories. Oh, I was going to talk about mobile games. Holy moly. You want to be in a good business, make a mobile game eight mobile games this year surpassed a billion dollars in revenue and i think all of them are free the way to make money now is free to free to play games that encourage players to spend money as they're playing the number one mobile games this year two of them made 2.8 billion dollars it's not profit it's revenue but i imagine it's a fairly high margin business uh PUBG Mobile which is player underground player unknown's battlegrounds it's a it was the original uh, battle royale game before Fortnite made 2.8 billion Honor of Kings which is uh, kind of another top down you know uh scenario game uh, 2.8 billion Genshin Impact 1.8 billion Roblox the old kids game Free-to-play, but lots of subscription features. $1.3 billion. Coinmaster, uh, uh, aptly named, $1.3 billion. Here's a funny one. Pokemon Go made more last year than it's made in its entire five years of life. Wow. One, $1.2 billion. More people are playing Pokemon Go and giving money. And I guess that, that really comes down to COVID. Except Pokemon Go is one of those, the only one in all of these games that requires you to leave the house. But you don't have to do, be around people, right? No. Although it was a very social game when it came out in 2016. Yeah, yeah. It was but even then, it's social. outside. Yeah. Right. And now they've changed the rules. They were smart. They changed the rules so that you could do a lot of what you would have to go out to do. You could do without leaving the house. Then Candy Crush Saga, I'm sad to say. Candy Crush Saga made one point two billion dollars. Jeez, year. and
1: something they're called,
2: still holding on. They're, they're hanging in there.
1: Amazing. It was
2: Candy Crush and Farmville back in the day. You go to a bar, you hear some weird twenty three year old talking about Farmville and Candy Crush. Like, bro, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> but, uh, Candy Candy Crush is still strong. Candy Crush is still strong.
0: Now, uh, I think Saga is a variant of the original Candy Crush, but it's still still doing very well. Uh, is Crazy Bird still around? Angry Birds. They're angry. and They're not angry crazy. Angry Birds, <laughs> angry Birds. <laughs> angry Birds not it, on this list. That's a good point. Oh. Yeah. they kind of—I Maybe they burned out their welcome. I don't know. It is the first time that eight games have crossed the billion-dollar mark ever. Uh, it was five games in 2020. It was three in 2018 and 2019. So the money being made by mobile games, this is according to Sensor Tower because nobody reveals the actual amount of money, but... Sensor Tower seems to have a pretty good handle on this. Number of uh, games making more than a billion dollars in mobile revenue in 2021. A record eight. Actually, uh, Apple just released uh, Swift Playgrounds 4 for the iPad, which is for the first time allows you to make an app on the iPad standalone without any use of a Mac that you could sell on the App Store on the iPhone and the iPad. It's, I played with it a little bit this morning. It's pretty amazing.
2: I'm going to make a game and use my, my favorite revenue model, which is, I'm not even going to name this game, but I, I'm addicted to this game. And the way they got me to pay them money is that every single thing that I did Came up with an ad after my accomplishment. Oh. And to get to the next thing, I had to oh, watch, watch an another ad. crappy game. And I was like, you know what? What 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 is it? $4.99? Take my money. I got I, I paid them instantly because after <laughs> it took a day where I was like, ah, oh, it's not I a big can't deal. Watch an ad every watch time. A and I'm like, oh, but I have I don't have time to do this. So they got my money. That is the best model to get me to pay for a game. So I am just working on something addictive. I'm gonna just throw spam at somebody and be like, look, just give me two dollars and you feel free to play this game for the rest of your life. That's that's the best model they got going.
0: We're None th- of these games on that list do that, obviously. We're at the way. breakfast table yesterday, Lisa's playing I think she's playing Words with Friends. She gets up and walks away. I said, what, what's happening? She said, oh, there's an ad. I don't want to watch it, so I want to come back in a minute. Yeah, get a commercial break. You know what I mean? Run, run, run to the fridge, get a sandwich, come back. Yeah. Speaking of making money now, I'm curious what, Tim, what you think about this. This was Toyota got a lot of heat for this, and I don't know if they deserve it. They made its key fob remote start. This is the ability to start the car from a distance, a subscription feature. But I'm not sure this is as bad as it.
1: It plays out to be, it, or is it? It was initially reported, and, and, and it was perceived to be pretty gross, and it is still kind of gross, um, but it's not as bad as it was perceived to be. Basically, um, if you have a Toyota of a certain age, I think this is 2018 and onward cars, um, many of them have a remote start button on your key fob, which actually makes a direct connection to your car, an RF connection, so it's not going to the cloud or anything like that. You hold that button down, the car starts. So the, the belief would be, well, this is connecting directly to my car. It doesn't use the cloud, so It doesn't matter if I'm subscribing to Toyota's premium services because it's directly connected to the car. However, it is actually included in part of Toyota's package of digital services. It's just that those cars got that for a certain amount of time for free. Ah. And that is now uh, becoming no longer free. Those customers are kind of falling out of that free window. And now they're being asked to pay $8 a month or 80 bucks a year (sighs) to continue to use this feature, which, again, doesn't use the cloud at all. Um, so it, it, I can see both sides of the argument, you know, it was kind of always the way it was, it's just that people are starting to realize it now, but, um, it is kind of, it, it's almost like, you know, when, uh, we used to play games on physical media and they would charge you money for quote unquote DLC that was actually already on the disc and they were just kind of unlocking it. Yeah. It's a little bit like that and that it kind of makes, you know, it, 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 tastes bad in the back of your mouth, but, uh, it is ultimately something that that's not really a change as it were. It's just really unfortunate So, so
3: Tim, and, and it's the way it's going to be. Sorry, Tim. Uh,
1: yeah. Not not to
3: make you feel bad, but being that you're near Albany, that'll and, uh-huh. and, and be one of the places on Earth where I think you might actually find use in pre-starting your car.
1: Oh yeah is it is it a useful service? So you that? warm everything up before you get into it and drive away. You melt the ice yeah, out absolutely. the window, all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this time of year, it's, it's definitely an invaluable thing. And. You know, it, there are multiple ways of looking at the services-based economy as applied to automobiles, one of them being, you know, would you pay a couple thousand dollars extra for this feature? Certainly a lot of people do, but you really only need this feature maybe four months out of the year, five months out of the year. and So maybe it's actually cheaper in the long run if you only pay for it in October through April oh, you can, uh, and so then so the you rest can, of you can, turn it off. You can cancel it and re-up. You can actually do go month by month if you want to. So that's kind of the argument that a lot of people are, are, are making. See. BMW has been an early proponent of this kind of software-based uh, application to, to, to seemingly hardware-based uh, services in cars. Uh, Tesla is certainly doing it as well, uh, where you can kind of pay as you need uh, for these sorts of features. It's going to be becoming uh, a much more common thing. You know, recurring revenue is everything in the modern economy, and the automakers Yeah, to it's a precedent I, I don't like.
2: <laughs> I don't don't like this at all. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. So I drive (laughs) Hondas, and I've driven them for a while. Now, I pay, uh, like, it ends up being like $12 a month, but I pay for the year. But guess what? I can be... In California and start my car, warm up my seats, turn on the defrost and do what I need to do. That's what I'm paying for. I'm paying for that <laughs> and if I drive in a ditch, they send out a beacon and somebody comes to me if I'm unconscious and then come help me. That's what I pay for. You're going to charge somebody $8.99 for a physical connection that they've got to be visibly being able to see their car with the RF connection to, to do that. Guess what? Go to your local Best Buy car dealership guy, pay one ninety nine for a remote start on your car and be done with it for the next 10 years of your car's life or two. Wait a minute. There's mean, no like, reason some third to be party solution America. Deron, yes.
1: <laughs> you'll have to create a second key fob with you to make that work which is a bit of a bummer
2: viper is in the future right now you can have viper be your whole new key fob (laughs) where you don't have to have a secondary key fob okay I'm, i'm not saying i know but i'm just saying there's products out there where you don't have to have three key fobs anymore to do that but the fact that they're doing this just irks me so much because if you're going to charge me then give me full service don't Tell me that my key that already costs $500 to replace when you lose mm-hmm. a car. I got my car key in this plastic well, bag on my desk because if I lose this and my life is expensive. over, okay, I got yeah. to
1: keep
0: this thing. <laughs> yeah. Why are they so expensive, time? actually? So the Tim, fact that they're charging that money drives me crazy. I don't like it. I don't it, like it.
1: It's Why are fobs so expensive? That's a very good point. They because because there's a, a fair bit of... Um, uh, encryption going on in keys so you basically got a private key encryption setup going on and it is keyed okay. directly to your vehicle so the, the process of replacing it is a little bit complicated but certainly there's some technology in there and the big thing is it's proprietary technology right. so it's not it's the kind of thing that they can really mass produce viper and can't sell a key fob that necessarily starts my they phone. actually so they, they, they can't work card. around
2: people get robbed oh yes
1: the workaround is often that can go to out and actually... pick out your keys. Sorry, that, um... <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So, so some of these third-party ones would actually entail kind of installing your key inside the car uh-huh. uh, and then having it always be in there. And then the, the third-party thing kind it's of, like of takes away sort of functionality Ooh, and kind okay. of. Okay. But, but yeah, one of the exploits to get around these things and the encryption involved is basically to do what, like a man-in-the-middle attack where somebody. Triggers the car and then is close enough to your home to trigger the key. And then they can kind of trigger the, the response and enable your car to start and then drive it away at that point. So there, there are some vulnerabilities in the older versions of these things, anyway. And 2018 is probably old enough. Uh, but anyway, it all yeah, comes it's, down it's an to, ugly. An it ugly all thing.
0: comes down to the ugliest acronym in the world ARPU, A R P U, Average Revenue Per User. User. Although the people, although the people, a lot of people call it average revenue per unit, which tells you how much they think of the users. Is, You're a unit. Uh, but but this, and I, I wonder, is this, the, is this the way the car business is going to go? You mentioned BMW. Yep. For a while, they were getting a lot of heat because they charged, they put CarPlay in your car. But if you wanted to use it, even though it's an Apple feature, you had to pay BMW a monthly fee. Uh, if, I already pay i don't I don't have a Toyota, but if I did, I would have already paid five hundred dollars for this remote start feature, and then on top of that, you want eight dollars a month is this if you're gonna is this what's happening with a car business if, yeah if is. you're gonna pay pay get the
2: right amount of services for something that you're trying to charge like I said the fact that it's attached to your physical key and that they're still trying to be eight dollars a month seems scammy to me. you know what I mean when you buy a Tesla, they say, do you want the technology package for ten grand I don't know who's not buying that up front. You know what I mean, but
0: because well, that's what you need, and uh, that's there's your a lot of people like there's a who paid five thousand or even ten thousand dollars to get full self driving, yeah, and-, and it ain't.
1: <laughs> Hey, yeah, name. you're looking at one of them.
0: Did you? Did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well yeah.
3: now that hurts. That's okay, Tim. It, it, I bought a because glass. We, glass. I feel stupider. It's okay.
1: Uh, I got glass as well, yeah. No, uh, I, this is done because oh, we need to um we need to test this. So this is actually a car that we leased through Roadshow oh, so we different. can do testing of the car. Yeah. So it's not my my money directly, but we needed to to, to have access to that functionality. So no, we paid that's the for the model log yeah. that we leased so that we can we we now own a, a, a a Tesla that we can do testing on and we paid the 10 grand and yeah, we don't have full self driving. And, and, and I honestly, it's a two year lease. I, I wouldn't put money on the fact that we're going to have full self driving by the end of this. lease. Yeah. It's probably
0: a bad idea to do it on a lease. I did it when it was $5,000 on a leased model X three years later, I turned it back and never got anything for that $5,000 in yeah. it's funny in my mind. And this is, I think 2016. I felt like I don't mind paying Elon a little VIG for my you know, bio weapon hazard mode, <laughs> which is just a HEPA filter, but because I feel like I'm kind of subsidizing this move to electric vehicles, I don't know. I was probably. But,
2: but did you did you open the hood? did you open the hood yeah, and are check to make sure, the sure there's a filter in there, Leo? Are you sure there's a HEPA filter in there? You might have paid for that filter, never. You've been just blowing another twenty thousand dollar fan on Leo. I mean, it's what you do, Lisa. If Lisa, Lisa, if you could hear my voice coming. From now on, Lisa, you are in charge in the purification of that home. This man <laughs> cannot be trusted, Lisa. You are in charge.
0: Okay. I must just, really, just put it I out. Just there. Must look look like a sucker. That's all I can say. <laughs> see again. Difficult. They see me I'm, coming. I'm,
2: I'm mad at you and the device. I'm mad the device did not alert you before a year <laughs> of the fact that they're just spitting out the same old air. Like that's just terrible. It's terrible. I, I need their name offline so I can make sure I make sure I don't have it in me. Gotta...
0: Yeah, I didn't mention the company's name. Right <laughs> yeah, you're you're a good man. You're a not good man. our sponsor. Those guys actually uh, do what they said they would do. Uh, let's take a little break. We'll come back with more. Razin, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Docto, and JJ Stone IQMZ Tom. Tis the season. His phone number. Please call him. Give him a hard time. 844-986-986. <laughs> four five six three that's text only of course and owen was saying he's uh, he's been giving this out every time he appears on the show all year long and he's he's never had a problem I've met I've met some awesome people
2: Um, shout out to one of your fans her name is Joanne Um, she doesn't message or anything like that to you, I'm sure but this woman has been a a fan of mine for a long time since I've been on your show she's 75 years old she's one of the sweetest women in the whole world I don't even know why she listens to me because I'll be ranting and raving and talking crazy but she tells me all the time I love you and I love Leo and I'm like I don't know why I'm on the list but thank you for following me all the time, Aww. and she sends me notes and emails, and, I don't and she think comments I've on met stuff her. with my daughter. You, you, again, you you might not notice it, but a shout out to Joanne. I know she watches. I know she's listening. Love Hi, you, Joanne. Hi. You Hi Joanne. There you go. Hi, Joanne. There you
3: go. Yeah, that's Thank sweet. You for being See, a that's fan, Joanne. This
0: is why it's good to be trusting, like you are. Owen, and give out that phone number and everything, and. Look at all the stuff you get as a result.
2: I, think yeah, that's I mean, I, I might not believe in batteries yet, but I, I believe in people.
0: <laughs> well, you follow uh, right along with Jeff Jarvis. who's always been a man who lives in public. He, be- you know, he wrote public parts. He believes in the, in the value and the power of uh, yeah. of sharing. And so, you're you're also one of those people. Buzzmachine.com is his blog. It's great to have you. And from CNET's Roadshow, he's the editor in chief, which makes it really fun because you get to. How, is, this,
1: is that the only car seen at uh, leases, or do you have other vehicles as well? Uh, that's actually the first one we've ever leased. When Tesla nixed their PR department, they stopped really giving out cars to anybody. But, uh, you know, you had to uh, buy some it. very, very yeah. favorable YouTubers, let's say. Uh, so uh, it got pretty hard <laughs> to actually get access to cars. So we wanted to get the full ownership experience. And so we put the money down to make it happen. It's kind of what I've always done. Nothing anything that expensive. Uh because I don't,
0: I, mostly because I don't want to deal with PR departments. I just don't want to. I don't. It's a pain in the butt. They go, "Well, we didn't like that review." Uh, it's like, no, I'm just going to buy it, and then we don't have to think about it. Uh, but n- not cars. Although, wait a minute, I take it back. I bought a Mustang. I bought a Tesla.
3: Yeah, yeah. You bought you bought a Mustang. You bought yeah. a Ford when they were a sponsor. You I did. I
0: bought it because they were a sponsor, and we were talking about Ford Sync, and I wanted to yep. be able to legitimately talk about it. I bought the Mach-E because I wanted to talk about, I thought that was, by the way, the Mach-E kind of peripherals story, but it's been a huge success
1: for Ford. They are going to make 200,000 next year. Yeah. And they are, uh, of course, like a lot of cars, but uh, there's a huge back order if you want one, especially with the long range battery. And uh, yeah, as you said, they're they're doubling production for next year. And uh, that's a really great success story. Kind of first Ford's first big EV. We've got the Lightning coming out next year, which should be a big story too. I'm really looking forward to that. I want that thing. That thing looks amazing. No, Owen, you that want thing looks
0: amazing. the Cybertruck.
2: man. Look, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I did want a Cybertruck just because I wanted the little four-wheel ATV that came with it. But that, that Ford Lightning, that Ford Lightning, that Ford Lightning. I mean, that, thing, that thing is a It's the, the utility. I'm not even. I'm not even a, a man's man. But I tell you what, give me one of them things. I'm gonna be powering people's houses on the side, delivering couches, just going off into the woods. That thing looks amazing. I don't know amazing. though. You might like the Rivian with the built-in kitchen. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already too big. The last thing I need is another place to eat food at. That's the last <laughs> thing I need. You know what I, mean? <laughs> if, if, if I I'm trying to cut down on fast food. Last thing I need to do is have fast food on my back in my in my vehicle. You know what I mean? That's Try, right. I'm, I'm going to skip that kitchen. one. <laughs>
0: That's right. All right, our show uh, today. It's great to have Noom. Speaking of, actually, Owen, I'm going to. This is going to be my prescription for you. You've seen the ads. I want to tell you, Lisa and I have been doing Noom, it works, we love it. I have done every diet in the world, and I've learned one thing, diets don't work. When it, and one of the things, you saw me eat that gingerbread cookie, right? So the trick with Noom is there are no bad foods, there are no good foods, there's no pressure. Noom is here to, how to, is here to change how you think of food. It's a psychology-based approach that looks at what you eat, but also, more importantly, how you eat. And with Noom, I discovered I'm doing a lot of fog eating, unconscious eating. I was able to track down those habits that weren't supporting me. I could still have a cookie. In fact, I remember very early on when I was doing Noom, you get a coach, you get a group you can talk to. I told my coach, Tia, I said, Tia, I had a hot dog. She said, that's fine. That's not nothing wrong with that. You logged it. I said, yeah. She said, there are no bad foods. And that was a light bulb went off. Because I don't, I think my psychology, I bet it's many others as well, is if I am feeling deprived, I overeat. I compensate. I said, well, screw you. I'm going to have an extra piece of cake. Noom, instead of making you feel guilt, your regret empowers you to keep going. I got to tell you, it really works. You don't have a strict set of rules. Noon weight empowers you with the practical knowledge to build smarter, more sustainable habits and behaviors. It's using something that psychologists have known about for a long time. I'm a big believer in called CBT. Instead of, instead of you know, getting, you know, weird and deep with it, you focus on the why instead of the what I don't know, is that isn't really it changes your relationship with eating. You understand why you eat, when you eat, and what's going on, and by just simply the knowledge helps you control it. You are now in charge of your eating. Everybody's journey is different, though. I don't want to say this is, you know, but I'm just gonna say Noom knows it's about progress, not perfection. There are no bad foods, there are no good foods, there is no pressure to change yourself to fit someone else's expectations. You just find things that work for you and that is freeing it feels good. Not everybody needs to be or wants to be on a strict diet. You know, 2 days at the gym, 2 days at the gym or, you know, weird teas or anything like that. Instead of trying to kind of fit yourself into the to the jam yourself into the lifestyle that somebody else tells you, try new. It's a psychology-based approach to find a healthier balance that's moldable to your life as a result is more sustainable. By the way, one of the Reddit Sub forums I follow is the Noom sub forum. It's it's subreddit because it's great. There's even more support from Noomers there talking about our experience. There's a Noom group that you get. The Noom app, it starts with a Noom app on your iPhone or your Android device. And I have to say, you know, I I can have a cookie. I write it down. I put it in the Noom app and I write it down. And it helps me understand what I'm eating, when I'm eating, why I'm eating. And that helps me lose weight. You don't need rules to lose weight. You just need knowledge and wisdom you need empowerment so that you can build a smarter, more sustainable relationship with the food you eat. New habits. Noom's cognitive behavioral approach helps you better understand your relationship with food, how to be more mindful of your habits, gives you the knowledge and support you need for long-lasting change. It all starts when you go to noom.com slash twit, answer the questionnaire. It's, by the way, that's a great onboarding process because it, st- it starts right there. You start thinking about, you start thinking about it, well, how, your relationship with food. Noom is very effective. 75% of Noom users finish the program. And more than 60%, 60% keep the weight off for a year or more. It really, really works. I feel like I, it's changed my life. And Lisa will vouch for it too. She, uh, it's amazing what she's done. With Noom, taking care of your health is empowering instead of stress-inducing. Because you know what happens when you get stressed—you eat. <laughs> so why did diet stress you out? It's crazy. No need to fear ruining the whole program with one off day. Believe me, I have. When we went to Mexico, I said to Lisa, "I'm not Nooman. I'm not Nooman." She said, "I'm Nooman." She did. She she Noomed the whole time. Did her lessons, logged her food, got her exercise. She lost weight. <laughs> I'm so mad at her. <laughs> I gained a little bit, but you know what? I was able to lose it right away because Noom got me back on track. All you need is a daily 10-minute check-in. It's By the way, this, that's the other thing. It's very, very, very easy. No grueling early mornings or huge chunks of your day spent doing stuff. It's simple. It's fast. It's a lifetime habit that will stay with you forever. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. This is not a diet. This is the right way to learn about how you eat, and make it work for you. Sign up for your trial at Noom n o o m dot com slash twit. Noom dot com slash twit. Sign up for your trial. Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm go- Can go ahead. I'm going to Noom, Uncle Leo, because
1: you've I know, heard I saw you it. eating it.
2: Cook- yeah. yeah, I saw you eating a cookie, and then what was I doing? I, st- I had to get a snack too. See, so yeah, there's some psychological effect. It's in fact totally I psychological. I had to get a cookie. too. I just you know they talk about- cookie alone. So I got to. They figure talk
0: it out. about. Uh, the elephant and the rider. You're, and you're trying to control an elephant by riding it. The elephant going to do what it wants to do. So, so you have to learn how to work with the elephant. <laughs> it really works. I don't know. It's hard to describe. You got to do it. It's fun. You're going to love it. Noom. Education is the key. That is the trick. Noom. Uh, big, big, big believer in this. We really, in fact, uh, we started doing that at the beginning of this year. I think in March, something like that, maybe January, March. I started doing it. Lisa said, I'll keep you company because she was going to be a supportive wife. She did. She looks great. Then she kind of fell in love with it. And she, you know, she's lost. She didn't need to lose a lot, but she's at her lowest weight that I've ever known her and sustaining it. And she's very, very happy about that. Uh, She's always been slim. Me, on the other hand, I've always battled with my weight. And it's just a really nice way to kind of handle that for my health and for my long-term uh, goals. I just, I'm really, really, really happy with it. But uh, over over the year, it's just been, uh, it's been great. This one, you clearly, you put in, Jeff Jarvis. The words Jan Lacoon just tells me everything. He's a professor at your school, right? Oh, he's at NYU. Are you there, Jeff? I, no, I didn't put this in. Oh. Chief AI scientist at... Facebook. Oh, I did put it in. Yes, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, you got me. You got me. I I know. I know. Say dog,
3: and I I know know it. I didn't know from the dog I know from.
0: Uh, Turing Award Laureate from the ACM. His tweet, world models, intuitive physics, planning, problem solving, discrete search for solutions, continuous optimization of control parameters. Dogs managed to do this with two billion neurons why debate human level AI when we can't approach dog level intelligence yet? And he posts this video of a human and a dog. The dog is helping. He's a good boy. You guys, show the uh, video, John. Are you not? Oh, uh, we are. Oh, I'm not seeing. Yeah. I'm not seeing it because I'm not seeing the. So this the humans putting f- what tires up? Tires. And then the dog. The dog wants to help. Wants to help. So he's. He's sorting the tires. He's figuring out how to carry four at once. Oh my a, which god, which is a challenge. But so you the dog know what is,
3: is rearranging the tires oh to figure god. it out.
0: He figures it and out
3: bit by bit. Well, you'll see. Yes, he does. Oh, I, spoiler, he does.
0: Oh my god,
3: he figures out. Well, that works. Okay, well, I get one more tire to deal with. Let me see. I don't here. think I could figure this out. No,
0: especially is- when you had to use your teeth. <laughs> oh, nope, didn't quite work. Mm. He's Let's actually solved the problem of how to pick up one tire and move all four at the same time. So we, we don't dog deserve in. dogs. No, we, we don't do
2: deserve dogs. Do- dogs are the best pets in the world. Wait a minute. Like, I have to watch that again. That's
0: crazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> isn't that, you know that? Isn't that have, have you seen that little, like the little... um? Like, it almost looked like uh, buzzers that they have, and you put a word on there, and it like the dog hits and says treat, outdoors, whatever. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that was like, great on TikTok, yeah. Man, th- I've seen somebody with like 37 buttons, and the dog's literally writing essays every morning, like, hey, let's go for a 15-minute walk, and i want to take a bath, and you know Susie came by earlier, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the dog knows what I all the buttons I don't trust that mean?
0: if it's on TikTok,
2: but this oh, is- Oh, no, how, no, I, Bunny, Bunny the talking I, uh, dog. Look really? up yeah. Money, the talking dog. And I, it's no, I mean, and other people's dogs do it, too, and not just on TikTok. I've seen on YouTube. like I've seen people in their house use it. I'm not smart to train my dog. I ain't got the time. But, I mean, these dogs, once they learn these buttons, boy, it, it's hard to shut them up. <laughs> they be like, treat,
0: Wait a minute. treat, treat. <laughs> okay, that I understand because they figured out somehow I press this button, whatever it means. I'm yeah, gonna no, get there's a treat. lot of buttons. Wait till you see it. Yeah, there's there's a lot of buttons. Go on TikTok yeah. and look up Bunny. Okay. Here's Bunny, the talking dog. Wait a minute. They're training this dog to talk. So Look there's at all those buttons. <laughs> Look at that. You couldn't do it, Leo. No, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I always want Bunny's haircut. You gotta listen so, to it though. You okay, wait a sound. minute now. So, so turn on the sound.
2: Thank you, baby. Okay. Come up on the couch for switches.
0: Okay, okay. I missed. I got Go this. To another one. Go to another one. Okay, okay. So, um, here's uh, here's. I'm pooping here. Okay. Mom. Mom? Where? Mom, poop where? I guess we could go for a walk on the trail to poop. Bunny this dog is now. not talking.
3: You watch it. You watch this all the time. You're going to believe in or money. Why are you asking where I poop? Oh, my God. <laughs> Mom, poop in here. Mom, poop over here.
0: See, the dog wanted an answer. Mom? You don't know no, what's going on. No, no, no. Mom has, mom has uh, uh, is, is assuming a lot. The dog's just going. They Man, Dad, I don't need, buy that for a minute. We we, 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 we don't have time one. today, but you,
2: you watch this dog. You watch any watch any of these dogs. Tim, I'm sorry I made you suffer through this, Tim. <laughs> but I'm telling you, these, this, these dogs <laughs> which, are genius. Which one
0: should I watch? I don't care about where. I don't know. All right, let's watch. It's let's,
2: watch on your own time. Stop making people suffer. Just everybody go watch the dog talk. They, I'm telling you is real.
0: No, it's, it's real. It is. This all this proves is how dumb humans are.
2: I've seen dogs Ooh, get yes. beers out of the fridge when the dad
0: bunny says, goes "Go to get a the beer." Mirror.
1: And
0: then look in the mirror. There's a lot of human interpretation going on. Who this? That's bunny.
2: That's bunny. I teach a dog. You don't understand.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. You you can't. You guys have been watching too much TikTok. It's you gone to your You can't watch brain it like cells. this. Oh, it's what not and I even are full
2: and, and stop. See, this is what I like about TikTok. We need to talk about these TikTok stories. Just because there's something on TikTok, stop blaming TikTok for you not yeah. understanding or the way the world yeah. happens. There's other me, forms of media, there's other forms of, <laughs> of content, and this content Thank is after. there. saying that. because of TikTok the things happen. Let's talk about the TikTok school thing because that personally affected me this week and it made me angry. So let's just talk about, since you want to be TikToking, let's get to some of these TikTok stories. Okay? So
0: this was a, a case of students posting on tiktok what bomb threats well or just threats n-
2: nationwide <laughs> school attacks
0: okay and school districts uh were shutting down sending kids home did this happen to uh, leah yes so
2: uh i get a text message now, now mind you since leah has been in the third grade We've had a thing where I go in her classroom, I scout her school, I tell if there's ever an event, like I give her certain places to hide and go to, and her mother's always hated that I do this, but it's what I do. So anytime that there's a fire drill, alert, anything, her first thing to do is to text me. So she texted me and said, there's a, a drill going on, and I said, okay. Five minutes later, she says, Dad, this isn't a regular drill. Something's wrong. So I go up to the school. Now, mind you, I'm not Rambo, but I like for her to know that I'm close by. So I sat at the edge of the school parking lot. They got Amber lights up you can't approach the school and i just find out where she's at and we're talking back and forth and you know her mom starts texting me because now her mom's a teacher her school started shutting down and then that's when you realize it's more than just one uh school one location and then you start hearing about the threats being made online and tiktok and twitter and all that kind of stuff and so it made me feel a little bit better that there wasn't an actual threat at this school but mind you last year our kid had a knife and there was the school got shut down so things do happen but this this freaked me out because they don't schools aren't really equipped for like things like this that really do happen in the moment they it's have ironic because no one has
0: yet to find the original post right that's the issue yep yeah <clears throat> so somebody supposedly posted uh, it's you know December 17th would be national shoot up your school day. No one has found the original post. Nobody, none, no journalist. Nobody uh, can find it. But there are a lot of follow-up posts saying, "Yes, yeah, oh yeah." Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, and you said there was an amber light at the school. Is there
3: like a warning traffic light at the school? So, so yeah,
2: our our school. We had an incident, like I said, where a kid. had a knife and he threatened her hurt somebody and they were woeful and prepared. So then our school put in an institution where there's huge signs before you enter the school to say, if the Amber light is flashing, do not enter the school, do not come on school property. Things like that. So Jesus. if you just were to happen to drive up, you'd Isn't know that sad.
0: something's going on. Isn't it sad that we that have to do this? Yeah. It's just you so would sad. know. So, um, so first of all, you, it'd be crazy to blame this on TikTok any more than you'd blame the phone company if a bomb threat were, th- were phoned in, which yeah. has happened, by the way, since I was a kid in school.
2: And that's what I mean about that. Every, everybody online was like, this is why they should ban TikTok. And the kids in the TikTok, and they got, I was like, bro, like, this, it's not a... TikTok issue per se, like these things have been going on long before TikTok. So let's focus on the real problem.
0: Police department put out a warning saying there's a trend on TikTok that could be very dangerous. Now I never saw this trend. I'm not, I guess, enough of a TikTok user, or maybe because I'm an old guy, I don't see this trend. But apparently, people were hammering out the rhythm of a Kesha song on people's door. And, mm-hmm. and so the Petaluma police were saying, A, it could damage the door, <laughs> and B, and this is actually a legitimate concern, don't do this, kids, because a homeowner might open the door and shoot you dead. <laughs> so thinking that this is like some beginning of some assault on the house or something like that.
2: Knock, knock, zoom, zoom, anybody? Is that Putting what it a is? Flame in- putting a flaming bag of poo on somebody's doorstep. Yeah, there you go. And knocking and having them come stop. Yeah. Like, like I said, like, we blame technology for the things that dumb children have done for a lifetime. Throwing TP yeah. on people's houses yeah. and trees and egging yeah. somebody's car or windows. Yeah.
0: I mean, long before the Internet happened, these things were going on. So, so, and I have to say, Jeff, you're famous for the use of the phrase moral panic. This is moral panic. Yes, you know, the of Police blaming TikTok for this because uh, you, you you they almost want to believe it and they want to blame somebody for it. And and I you know the same thing with the Tide Pod challenge and all of that stuff. Uh I don't know. I I don't feel like it's worse than it was because the TikTok exists. So anyway, it's the fallacy here that
3: everything was okay America was just fine. Yeah, we were we just had fine. No problems, yeah. no racism, no yeah. sexism, no inequity yeah. until the internet came along. You know, just, just
0: now on the other hand, and I talked about this and you had it, Jeff, on uh, on Wednesday. Everybody in the world got a, a cyclone warning from the Philippines. You didn't get it. You did not get it. No, I
3: didn't get
0: yeah, it. Yeah, oh I thought everybody I certainly on Reddit everybody yeah. said I got it all over the world. A public storm warning for a storm gonna hitting the Philippines. Uh, From the Philippines, uh, what is Air and Space? uh, You know the weather weather group. Um, I never heard anything from Google, but I sure did hear on Reddit a lot of people saying, "I'm in Germany, I got it. I'm in New Jersey, I'm in the UK. Uh, I saw it when I got up, and I thought, this is weird. Are we getting a big storm? So that's just a, a strange feature of our modern world that we're all interconnected somehow alert Go- alert 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 um i guess we haven't done any facebook stories jeff do you want to do you want to should we delve in uh what's here what's here well the big i think the big one uh actually maybe it's not even here look did we miss it did i somehow miss it the big one is that facebook had to or should i call it meta or facebook
3: oh facebook <laughs> You know, it's the Pan Am building still. Meta, (laughs) I I refuse
0: to. I'm going to call it from now on. The company formerly known as Facebook says 50,000 Facebook users may have been spied upon by private surveillance firms. Seven surveillance for hire firms. They have now banned them from the meta platforms. They say the firms carried out a combination of reconnaissance, engagement and exploitation. Define spied upon. Well, I, more, it's not my phrase. It's map. Meta's phrase. Uh, Cobwebs Technology, oh, just... Cognite, Black Cube, Black Blue Hawk, Beltrox, Cytrox, and an unknown Chinese entity, four of them located in Israel, one in India, one in North Macedonia, one in China. Uh, they all denied it, of course. Um, Meta said the seven firms carried out a combination of reconnaissance, engagement, and exploitation. Some carried out all three. Well... Others focused on one or two. 1,500 accounts linked to the seven firms have been removed from meta platforms. They targeted journalists and human rights activists in over 100 countries. Created fake accounts, befriended targets, used hacking methods to acquire information. I guess, you know, if Facebook's the Internet, this stuff happens on the Internet all the time. But it does feel like I, kind of, I still Facebook- want to know
3: what, what, they, what was their goal, what did they do, what, what, was the, what was the risk. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm not saying it's not real. But it just, it's, 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 it's rather amorphous, as, as stated.
0: The Global Surveillance for Hire Industry, this is from Meta's post, targets people across the Internet to collect intelligence, manipulate them into revealing information, and compromise their device uh, and accounts. Right, that's the closest it's gotten to harm. It's like Pegasus. Um, you know, I what is what is Facebook's obligation to protect you? I mean, part of the problem is that Facebook is uniquely positioned to let bad guys into your life. Uh, you know, we all get emails. I just got an email this morning, and I'm so excited, saying I, uh, I have $14 million in a bank account in Nigeria just waiting for me. But that's an email. It's easy to ignore. Facebook somehow... You feel like uh, friends and family—they're letting them in to your life. Do they have Once a higher responsibility? To, oh, to, oh and
3: a minute ago, saying this has gone on for
0: ages. I got a physical <laughs> letter from somebody
3: saying that uh, there's a Jarvis who died in Canada with six million dollars, and all you have to do is sign a piece of paper. Physical letter, and chain and, and letters. I remember chain letters. letters. Yeah, right, right. Oh
0: man, good stuff. Good, good old time. So Facebook doesn't have old. a responsibility.
3: To, oh, uh, yeah, I think it, I think it does. Uh, but this is what I've, I've you know, I, I think that, that Facebook should make a, a warrant, a covenant with its users to say this is what we will do for you and then and then stick up to it. But they're afraid of doing that because every time they don't, every time they mess up, every time they, you know, forget one, then they're not going um,
0: to. The, the good news is Facebook w- did say something about it and said this is yeah. what we've done about it. This was on Thursday. But f- they say nearly 50,000 journalists and activists were targeted in over 100 countries. I mean, this is to me. This is just the other arm of Pegasus. This is yeah. one more way that we can uh, uh, get at uh, the you know journalists and
1: activists, the people we don't want to have anything to do with. You know, uh, I'm sure we'll all get the free year of credit monitoring and everything. Will be just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so important. Mm. So important. Melania Trump getting into the NFT biz. Like. <laughs> Uh, The good news is this is NFTs meant to inspire and earn cash. And it Uh, talks. It's, uh, uh,
3: so, uh. She's looking at you. She's spying on you. Her eyes are going to stare at you. (laughs) And
0: then it talks. Uh, okay. You know, Tom Brady is doing NFTs, including digital ownership of his college resume and his old cleats. (laughs) By the way, you don't get the cleats. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he keeps the cleats. You get digital ownership of the cleats. He grossed to $1.3 million on his NFT uh, sale. Uh, Melania's first NFT offering a watercolor depiction of her, quote, cobalt blue eyes. It's called Melania's Vision. It will <laughs> it, you for $187, you're gonna get an amulet. Uh, to inspire and I don't know you get a piece of her eyes I don't know they plan to sell many of these uh she calls it a -a one-of-a-kind auction of historical importance that will include (laughs) digital artwork physical artwork and a physical one-of-a-kind accessory
2: see this makes me mad because i'm an nft person i'm an nft believer but when you read this it makes me angry and I, i'm mad that i have to get angry about it. like i shouldn't care but it makes me angry i, I think a first the first thing i think is is your demographic even going to be capable of purchasing your nft are they are they really like you might as well just be selling iodine pills on uh what's the name's website uh what's the guy's name? whatever the guy's name you know the guy i'm talking about i, I just the pillow yeah. guy
0: Mike, my, my yeah, pillow, pill,
2: pill, yeah, my pillow guy. Like, <laughs> I feel like you should be sent out feathers, like physical feathers. To people. Like who's who's really buying NFTs from mm-hmm. her eyes? Stop making me mad about NFTs. I like NFTs.
0: Well, this is another problem. I don't know exactly the solution. Uh, an NFT uh, artist has withdrawn all of his uh, art from Deviant Art because somebody's just taken it, selling it. It's identical to his original. Uh, That's terrible. And they're just selling it. And the thing is, the people who mint NFTs don't do anything to say, oh, do you own this? Um, no, no,
2: most people don't even write descriptions to their stuff half the time. So you're, it, it's it's yeah. a definite problem. They've got to fix that oh, problem. And that
3: what, 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 really what, what do you use NFTs for? What do you, what do you like them for? What, what, what do they do for you?
2: So um, we are human beings, and we collect things, and we save things that have value. Can I buy your cleats? Right. So again, the cleats thing isn't a big deal, right? Like that's dumb because it's a physical let's say let's take the Mona Lisa, right? How many people have put up pictures of the Mona Lisa on their background or on a T-shirt and they've worn it just because it's the Mona Lisa and they love the Mona Lisa? That picture doesn't have value, but the actual Mona Lisa does. So when people say, oh, I can just copy and paste the picture, the, the real value is in the ownership of things. So like, let's say I wanted to make Dr. Bots and put them out on my Discord and give them to people that were fans of mine, right? So let's say I have a thousand fans and I make a thousand things and they want to save them and collect them. They'd be the first ones to have them. If they wanted to resell them one day down the line, what if I died yesterday, they'd be worth some money. I don't know, but as humans, it's what we do. We collect baseball cards and songs and music and records It's what we do. So I fully understand and get the concept and grasp of NFTs, but there's also like with everything, like I said, beautiful, horrible human beings that are stealing people's content and distributing it and Monty's eyes and things that make me angry too, but I I just understand the stored value of NFTs and the process that we're doing it. And it's also something that is disruptive in a new way for artists to get paid for their stuff. Like if you're a musician There's no reason for you to go slave yourself out to a a, a big company that's just going to advance you some money and rip off your royalties for the rest of your life. Go make your song. Put on an NFT. Put it out to your fans and say, hey, you'll get royalties as I get spins on Spotify, which means they're going to put you on their playlist and listen to you every single night because they're going to end up getting two cents a day or whatever. There's multiple different ways I can rain on it forever, but I just believe in the power that is given back to regular people and content creators. And I know that there's also things wrong with that, too. Buy Humbug. Merry Christmas. Uh, buy my NFTs when I start selling them out there in public. <laughs> right, now, right, right, right now, I do all my stuff in public. I, I've made some good money flipping some NFTs, and I just believe in the process. That's all I'm saying. But I know that I know that there's also a problem.
0: So I know there's also a problem. Radio Shack went bankrupt in 2015, right? They closed all the stores, which is saying because in a lot of towns that was the only place you could get, you know, components. And then of course the Battery Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Then somebody bought it, and then there's kind of around, and then they're not around.
3: But like this, Bell and Howell, this is this is the latest. Brands.
0: Yeah, I don't know who actually owns the brand Radio Shack or the site RadioShack.com. But if you go to RadioShack.com, this is the latest. Bringing cryptocurrency to the mainstream. Our mission is to be the first protocol to bridge the gap in mainstream use of DeFi, decentralized finance. They're going to issue a radio token. They're getting into crypto. Brand recognition brand recognition. Uh, They got the Radio Shack logo. Uh, I don't know who these people are. They must have um, they've got a Radio Shack Super Bowl commercial on the site. It's just weird. It's weird. It's weird.
2: (laughs) Like I said, I'm not trying to tell anybody to go buy anything or invest in anything. I'm just saying I understand why we do it as human beings. I understand this value. but I also understand that just like Amazon people returning Halloween costumes that there's some fishy stuff out here in the water, too. I, I get
0: it. Yeah. I mean, and you, you you nailed it. I mean, why do we collect baseball cards? They have no intrinsic value or bottle caps or, you know, beanie yeah. babies. They don't have any intrinsic value.
2: Yeah, you, you, you hang on to them because you love them. And then hopefully one day a billionaire says, I want to buy my childhood back. And he's willing to pay you a million for it, you right, know. Right. or Or, you know, you, you go up in your grandmother's a- attic and you find a plate from World War Three, that there's only two left in the world and now it's <laughs> worth something, you know? I mean... Why do you think people
0: it. watch Antique Roadshow? Because they, oh have, man, they figure somewhere in the attic, I got something. Well, that's, that's <laughs> my favorite too. No,
3: my wife cleans everything out. We have nothing <laughs> of value left. It's oh, all man, gone. She's
0: mortgaging really, your future. Yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> just let's take start, a just break. sign a
2: couple of those books in the back, dear Jeff, so I can <laughs> when I come visit and change your lights, I can grab a couple personally signed autographed Jarvis books. <laughs> there you go. go. I,
3: I have I, I have lots of copies of my books that didn't sell. I can I can oh. do as many of those as you want.
0: I love you too, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Our show today brought to you by, here's where if you're a millionaire, you should spend some money. Look what Ryan Reynolds has done uh, with Mint Mobile. It has become my go-to mobile carrier. When you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. Now, I got to tell you, Mint Mobile was already the company to go to for affordable wireless service. They were the first company to sell premium wireless online only. You can order from home. You save a ton because they don't have to pay the overhead of stores. Plans started just $15 a month. All plans, all plans include unlimited nationwide talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network, T-Mobile. And now their best offer of the year for a limited time by any three-month plan, even the $15 a month plan, and get three more months free. That's incredible savings. And I I can tell you, as a longtime Mint Mobile user, they're great. You choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you. Don't pay for data you don't use. They do have an unlimited plan, but I would suggest uh, you look at the site and pick a plan that makes sense. Look at your existing uh, cell phone bill, and after you burst into tears when you see the bottom line switch to Mint Mobile. I'm paying a third, less than a third of what I was paying for T-Mobile service. You can bring your own phone. Mint Mobile will send you a SIM for free. Another way they don't gouge you. All those other companies charge you just to send you a SIM. You can keep your phone number if you want. Port it over to Mint Mobile. If you keep your phone, you know, nothing changes. They also sell phones. It's up to you. MintMobile.com slash twit. Switch to Mint Mobile. Get premium wireless service starting at $15 a month. That's for unlimited talk and text. Why are you paying $80, $90, $100 a month when you get, get the same for 15 It doesn't make any sense. And now, three months free when you buy any three-month plan. MintMobile.com slash twit. It's just a no-brainer. MintMobile.com slash twit. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at MintMobile.com slash twit. Uh, I just think it's an amazing thing. I end up, uh, they sent me a SIM for, I think, three months. And I said, I'm buying a year. This is such a good deal. I ended up, I I looked at all the, and I use a lot of data. So I got the 15 gig plan, 25 bucks a month. Come on. For 15 gigs, you're never going to use that much. That's why you should go to the site and look and uh, pick a plan that makes sense based on your usage because it's great. Mint Mobile dot com slash twit. Thank you, Mint Mobile. We had a fun week this week. I know we're going into the best ofs starting later this week. Actually, that's always a lot of fun. We have our uh, twit holiday special will be a week from tonight at uh, Sunday. The uh, what is that? The twenty sixth, the day after Christmas. That's going to be our holiday special with Jason Howell, Aunt Pruitt, Micah Sargent. Uh, the following week will be the best of, and all the week, all week long between Christmas and New Year's Day, best ofs. But this week all fresh material and what a week it was watch there you look good you look scary well actually you know you more look more like an aged monk uh, <laughs> he, looks, he looks like a sith lord this lord and <laughs> maybe somebody in the sith lord retirement community perhaps. Oh, oh ages of, man previously on twit ios today
3: Apple has released iOS 15.2 and Rosemary Orchard and I look through the new features you can expect.
0: Floss Weekly. Log4J, right. which is a Java library for logging. And it's used in a whole bunch of things like Minecraft is one of the
1: one of the big ones. When there's a security in flaw in something that's written in Java, it can be years before uh, everybody has sort of noticed, oh actually I do have a log4j jar file sitting around doing something. It they, they don't yeah. get updated very automatically in a lot of cases.
3: This week in Google. Yeah. Yes. I think that Twit should make a new um, feature every every December.
0: I mean, if we call it Twin yeah, of, of the Year. Yeah, there you go. Our yes. Twin of the Year this year, Aunt Pruitt. Oh, I'd like Pruitt to present Pruitts. you with the official Twin of the Year Award. It Ooh. is this uh, lovely... I don't know. The golden Deer. <laughs> golden Deer Award. Twit. <laughs> Can I have the receipt for that? <laughs> He threw the deer back. By the way, just, yeah, he didn't pick up the he didn't pick up his, his, award, pick up, his award. So I could give it to somebody else next year. It's it's a <laughs> I'll just engrave his name on the back on on the back. Uh, you take the price off? No, it's still there. Thirty nine
2: ninety nine. <laughs> oh. uh, also, uh, uh, a random update for the people in the world. Guess who? After complaining on national twit television that I couldn't get my Apple card. Yeah. Who got their who got their? Did you apple get an card? Apple card? And they finally approved your boy out here so, in these streets. I mean, it only took a 790 credit score. I mean, I don't, that's all it I, took. It's I was, just baffling. I had to push it over
0: 780. We I had actually, to get up to 790. You were on and applied for it, and it got rejected again with, yeah. a, with a very, that's a very good, it's better than my credit score. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and we never could figure it out. So did they send you a letter saying we're sorry or just suddenly it worked?
2: No, no. I, I just, I've been on my random. I apply every couple months because I was buying, uh, I always buy Apple stuff randomly. But mind you, I bought the MacBook Pro Max 24. Oh. Guess what? Guess what, though? Guess what? Yeah. It, Hasn't been delivered yet. It was supposed to be here by the 17th. Then it Uh-oh. got pushed back now to January 14th. Uh-oh. And now I'm like, should I cancel? It? I think that they, what they did was that 24 core, which I was trying to be to get in my sweet spot. I think it's really a 32 core and they shut down cores and they're scared to send them to people because they think I might hack it and get the full 32 cores. I don't know why they keep pushing this.
0: Shipment back from me for this laptop. Oh, just, but it's this is me part to the of the supply chain. It. This is just part of the supply chain. Did we I order? Uh, did we wear one for um, uh, Anthony? And what is the delivery date? Because uh, so this we ordered. I ordered one for Anthony, our uh, our head editor and graphics guy. The day it came out, and it was going to be delivered December seventeenth. 17- no, no, it was going to be delivered uh, back in November. It was like November fifth. In fact, I got a notice saying FedEx can't find you, so we're sending it back on November 5th. What? I told, I called Apple. I said, what do you mean? We get FedEx deliveries every day at this address. Of course FedEx can find us. Apple said it's too late. They return it. We're, we're crediting a refund. So I did get the money back. But then I, we turned around. We ordered it, and it was going to be like Christmas. When, when is it now? Do, do you know, John? When we ordered it in mid-November, it was six to eight weeks, and now it says uh, January 18th as soon as. Yeah.
2: So this yeah, is Yeah, mine keeps pushing back. So I'm Yeah, upset. Welcome
0: to the club. This is just what it is. Uh if you order one now, it'll say it says Valentine's Day.
2: Yeah. And my, my well, mine's pushed back now to the end of January. But at this point, I'm like, I might as well hold on and wait and buy a Mac uh Pro desktop or whatever comes out. By the time I get it, they're gonna be announcing you, new stuff. You know what? I'm gonna have that. FOMO. Will be.
0: I bet you will. that will be that they'll have a Mac Pro or an iMac Pro. Yeah. Uh, or at least
2: they'll announce it, so but yeah, I got approved. They got they got me. All I had to do was come on Twitter and complain, and then somebody no, saw it. They saw you buy a laptop. They card. said we
0: should give this guy his three percent. That's what it is. And
2: I been, I, I don't a lot of money. They don't. They should have been gave me that dang old thing. So weird.
0: It's weird. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. And it, even stranger that it turned around because you didn't do anything differently. You should have. No. Uh, been accepted I mean, previously. I mean, my score went up like
2: a little bit, but I mean like again, like once you're over seven hundred I'm score, like score,
0: I think it's usage, it's a lot of factors. It's Goldman Sachs, by the way, that does this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry so. that yeah, I'm glad to hear you got it. I yeah,
2: can, I'm I'm in the community now. I got I got I got my Apple card <laughs> NFT. Yeah, you know I mean, I got in the club, baby. I got my Apple <laughs> NFT. You know what I mean? Woo! Yeah, getting three percent royalties on everything I buy. People don't believe in NFTs. They don't understand. You don't get it.
0: The I, my plan to get rich is to uh, is to use the Homeland Security bug bounty. Actually, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Department of Homeland Security. Remember, bug bounties are a very good way for companies to make sure that if somebody finds a security flaw, they tell you instead of I don't know telling the NSO group and selling it to some you know uh, nation state to attack people's devices. DHS wants to get people, hackers, to submit uh, flaws directly to DHS so they can fix them. So they've got a bug bounty program. But, guys, uh, it's called Hack DHS. And the bug bounty, now remember, companies like the NSO Group are paying millions. Apple's paying 50000 60000 100000 The DHS is going to give you $500 dollars. <laughs> to $5,000 for each flaw, depending on the gravity of the vulnerability.
2: I make make more money than that, snitched to the IRS.
0: (laughs) It seems like like they maybe could increase the amount of that. I don't know. I'm glad that they're doing something. There was a Hack the Pentagon uh, event. I think it was under our friend Matt Cutts' aegis at the United States Digital Service. They found... 140 unidentified vulnerabilities, 140 uh, on the department's websites. Pentagon uh, success prompted congressional lawmakers to do the same at other federal agencies, including the State Department. Um, But uh, I don't know. Maybe that's plenty. I just the the bad guys I know, 500 bucks. I think the IRS pays you like a thousand dollars to start when you snitch on
2: people. I think it's like a thousand fifteen hundred. Seems kind of low. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, this seems low. Seems By the way, if you don't know uh, about Owen, that, you're, Owen,
3: fin- you're not going to come to my house. I don't trust you. I'm, I'm worried. Look,
2: I, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm just saying, there's people out on the internet flashing money, and then other people report those people, and then the IRS shows up and say, "How'd you get all this money on YouTube?" I'm just saying, Mr. Beast, watch out. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean, somebody out there <laughs> report you, and it's more than five hundred bucks, so that's why they're doing it.
0: Actually, uh, the president did sign an executive order, or will sign an executive order, to move 17 agencies, 17 government services online, including, this is a big change, allowing you to apply for a passport online. Whoa, at last. Finally.
2: Yeah, that's
0: great. Yeah. Filing taxes, applying for Social Security benefits, waiting in TSA lines. Wait a minute. You can't do that online. <laughs> uh, but, oh, my, my avatar is going to wait for me. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 30 specific updates they need to make, uh, according to this executive order, including allowing Americans to renew passports oh renew passwords online. It would be a little weird to actually get your first
3: passport. I guess so. Look at you and say, yes, Yeah, you go to the went.
0: post office to do it, right? And they look at you and your done. Which documents. is fairly new, actually, because you used to have to go to the State, de- you know, state the State Department, yeah. yeah. So you can renew the- online, though. That's good. Uh, disaster victims will be able to submit photos of damage via their mobile phones. That's good. Smart. Good. Um, all of these actions are near term in nature, according to the Deputy Man- Director of Management at the OMB, and they will generally be completed in the month's. The coming months, within one year, um, USDS it, at the forefront of this. Matt Cuts, our friend Matt Cuts, is no longer administrator there. He retired, but uh, the United States Digital, Digital Service, which was created to get Silicon Valley to come help with the Obamacare site, the ACA site, um, now is uh, doing stuff for all. They did the Veterans Administration and stuff. There's also a tech team inside the White House. Um, Oh, that is the tech. I'm sorry. That is the tech team. The U.S. Digital Service tech. T- they're inside the Pentagon, I think, but that's all right. Well, protocol says the White House. I'll um, moder- say that's
2: one thing that COVID did for us. Like the fact that like the DMV before you had to go in and do the whole process to get an ID. Now you, you just go online. They mail it to you. I, I got my new ID and it was a week. I lost my wallet. And oh. all I was thinking to myself was, I got to go all the way to DMV. My friend's like, Didn't you do it online? I was like, yeah. He's like, Go online. I paid $5. I had a new driver's license in three days. I'm like, Wow. Wow. wow this is a you get again. The, special, the special one that lets you fly. Um, yeah. Driver's yeah, license. yeah. The, the, a the a real ID. They have a driver's real license ID. that really? lets you
0: fly? It's I'd real like ID. That. You got to have the real idea. Oh, you mean you, gotta, you get on an airplane? The airplane's no, 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 the flying. It, it, yeah.
2: No, no, no. Once you get it, they've got a chip in your brain. Uh, <laughs> Elon made it, and I can now fly <laughs> across the front of these guys. Don't worry about it. NeuroLeague 2022 coming up. Isn't that horrible <laughs> that it's 2022?
0: It's actually going to be 2022. So it was 2020, 2020. Oh, God, that's and horrible. Then 2021, W O N. And now yeah. it's 2022. Two. G-O-O. It's going to be the, t- the, 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 Man. the, the, the Twickening or something—I don't know. I, just, I need a, I need
2: need—I need a foil hat instead of a Santa hat. Something's going on. I just sold myself. By the way, I just Matt, myself.
0: Matt was replaced by an engineer who worked on the healthcare.gov rollout. Mina Shang is the new oh. administrator at the United States Digital Services, and they have a big new job, which is to get things like the passport renewals online. Yay! Yay! Yay. Yay. Finally, uh, a little word of warning. In the UK, apparently, they're very worried about the health threat posed by five G. Uh, Again, <laughs> uh, and there's all there's been a brisk business in the Netherlands for these necklaces, the the quantum pendant, which protects you against five G. Except these five G net- necklaces are radioactive. <laughs> And the Dutch Authority for Nuclear Safety and Radiation Protection has, <laughs> has issued a warning about the 10 products it found gave off harmful ionizing radiation. By the way. This is
3: where moral panic gets you. Yeah, right? It's, it's going to be radioactive. So people, people are constantly Black, saying I'm your down. cell
0: phone is going to kill you. Oh. And I always say, no, no, it's non-ionizing radiation, which means... As far as we know, it's harmless to human cells. So, what do you buy? A necklace with ionizing radiation to protect you from not. By the way, does ionizing. it do anything to the five G? No, of course not. Does it actually, do anything? No. It just kills you. The necklace. Uh, the products identified included an energy armor sleeping mask, bracelet, and necklace. A bracelet for children. Oh, no. Branded Magnetics Wellness, also emitting ionizing radiation. It's radioactive. Is this on the Pillow site, too? Yeah, Probably. This- <laughs> the, Dutch, <laughs> the Dutch agency said, don't wear it anymore. Put it away safely and wait for return instructions. That's the worst <laughs> Dutch accent I have ever, I have ever it. heard. <laughs> uh, excuse me. <clears throat> In the uh, U.K. in May of last year, the U.K.'s trading standards sought to halt sales of a 339 pound, I mean British pounds, not weight, USB stick. (laughs) So it's about $500, a $500 USB stick that claimed to offer protection from 5G. And you can also, right now, go on Amazon and buy anti-radiation stickers, There's one Uh, born every minute. Yeah. There's a sucker born every minute. The stickers protect you against electromagnetic fields from phones. Um, Scientists say the stickers have no effect. No effect at all. Except identifying you as As a schmuck. It's the sucker hat that I was talking about. (laughs) When they see that sticker, they see you coming.
2: Uh, actually, you, you think it's you think it's bad, but I just minted a million NFT ionized, uh tokens <laughs> that will protect you.
0: They're <laughs> really?
2: only ten ninety nine if you'd like to there purchase one today on this my OwensPillow.com. Every
0: com. minute, do you guys know what tardigrades are? Oh, they're so they power of the starship discovery. discovery, excuse me. Do they really? They do. Well, sort yeah. Of to the- so these are I, these are little uh, microscopic uh, multicellular organisms. They are cute. Look how cute they are. They they're look like cute. little, I don't yes. know, pigs. They got little claws on their feet. But they're also virtually indestructible. They have been sent into the vacuum of space for more than a week. Survived. They've been shot from guns. Survived in most cases. A few A few gave up. Um, well, lately, <laughs> we've found a new way to torture tardigrades. This. This is nuts. I don't even know what this means. But uh, Rainier Dumkey and his colleagues at the Nanyang Technological uh, University in Singapore have taken a hibernating target, a tardigrade, placed it on a superconducting qubit, and they, it is now the first multicellular organism to be quantum entangled. So, go, go to full go to full screen, real quick, all, all the panelists. Okay, all the panelists. everybody,
2: yeah, Tim. I don't know you, but I love you. We are now friends, okay? First of all, you answered that question very quickly and precisely. And I was scared to say it because I thought I was going to sound like an idiot. But you knew exactly yeah, what company, it was because we, we were we were enthroned. Now, secondly, uh, the fact that that's a real thing and that we're trying to do things <laughs> to that thing makes me upset because sometimes I watch TV shows and I don't Google stuff. Sometimes I just enjoy the show. But the fact that that thing is real and <laughs> is, like, impervious to everything is crazy. And Tim knows what I'm talking about because Tim watches the show. Anybody who's watched Star Trek Discovery 1, one of the great reboots of Star Trek. Oh, my goodness. Stop messing with that thing and leave it alone before the universe collapses <laughs> into a black hole and we lose everything. Stop it right now. All the research in it. PETA, get on it, PETA. PETA, protect the TARDIS. Yes, F- yes, yes.
3: Tardigrades
0: are microscopic eight-legged animals, sometimes referred to as water bears. Oh, they live See, in who moss. who wants to torture a water bear? Yeah, they I live think in Owen moss. just
3: started a new hashtag and a new campaign Protect the tardigrades. Sometimes our campaign.
0: Sometimes they're known as moss piglets,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we have listen to what we've done. when When they're in, when they're in extremes, they uh, shrink into something called a ton, t u n. State Their metabolism practically zero. They're still alive and they can survive. They can survive without water for decades. They can tolerate high doses of gamma and X-ray radiation. They have been shown to survive temperatures as low as 270 degrees below zero Celsius and 150 degrees Celsius above. They've also breezed through 10 days in the vacuum of space. Uh, on anything else it would destroy your dna be terrible but they have some weird damage suppressor protein that somehow huge
3: cockroaches that's all that's going to be left their yeah.
0: dna uh, it, it's a fascinating animal i don't know though to be frank i mean i've heard the phrase quantum entanglement <laughs> i i studied i you know when i studied physics in high school and read about it i read about quantum mechanics but I don't really understand what it would be to be in a quantum entanglement. John, do you? Does it make any sense to you? I know you like science. I want to know what it is to put a tardigrade on a qubit. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> None of this makes sense. I think we're going to have to get Rainier Dumkey and his colleagues at Nanyang Technological University in Singapore on the show and explain. But uh, tardigrades are fascinating. However, the first multicellular organism to survive a quantum entanglement. Just one more notch in the tardigrade, in the moss piglet belt, if it, if you will. Get on it, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> a superconducting qubit, which is part of a uh, quantum computing device, I think. I, I don't, yeah. This is, this is sci-fi, as far as I can tell. Super sci-fi. Super sci-fi. Super fly sci-fi. Ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, at the conclusion of this episode. Tim Stevens, I want to thank you so much for coming out of the cold and joining us. (laughs) I hope you get some snow and ice so you can race on that lake of yours. Thanks. Still hoping for a white Christmas. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Crossing your fingers up there and way up and up. If if
3: anybody has a chance, you do up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks very much. Great to see you Leo as always. Thanks Great to me. see you. F- follow uh, his exploits at Roadshow at The Roadshow. That's Cnet's Roadshow. Is it roadshow.cnet.com? Uh Cnet.com
1: slash Roadshow or The Roadshow.com.
0: Oh, just go to roadshow.com. Uh and uh of course he's on the Twitters. Uh what are you laughing at now? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Leah is joining us. Hello, Leia. Yay. Yay. She, uh, she's got the week off after uh, the TikTok bombing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. After the what? No, never she mind. Was... Forget it. I don't want to give her nightmares.
2: See, she's, she doesn't even claim it as the TikTok thing. She just claims it as I got five tests on Monday
0: now. Oh, For no. no. Oh, oh, no. There should be I a wall. Do it, now, Leah, it. are you wearing that necklace? Oh. I, I literally was
3: just wearing it. Yeah, like she two was, days she ago. was wearing it too. Oh, okay.
0: Ago. Um, so go ahead and, and tell them.
3: Oh, Merry Christmas. And it was really nice meeting you and
0: me. Yeah, we had a wonderful dinner.
3: Thank you all for the, for the soap buying.
0: Uh, oh, we love your dinner. soap. Thank I'm you good. for the yeah. salt buying. Uh, yeah, now my son's in salt. You're in soap. It's great. You could, you too. Well, he's a little older for you. <laughs> That's <a> son. <sunset. laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my Le- son. Leah's
2: very excited about the,
0: yeah, the salty. Yeah, she's a queen she's of merchandising, yeah. yeah. We had a wonderful so dinner with Owen and Leah uh, in, in Petaluma, and then Lisa apparently had taken Leah's shopping. <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> always a, a, all kinds Always a risky, stuff. Always a risky thing. Merry Christmas,
3: Leah! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!
0: Merry
1: Christmas.
0: Uh, Jeff Jarvis, thank you so much, Professor. Jeff Jarvis, wait a minute, let me get the thing, because we got the music and all that. He is the Leonard Tau Professor for Journalistic Innovation at the Craig, 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 Craig Graduate School of Journalism at the City really University nice. of Did New York. Did you buy that York. one? I don't know where we where that come from, John. That's good. Do we do that or do we buy it? Uh, it came in listener. the mail. Came in the mail. <laughs> Hang on. That's to I say I think we need more of those. That's great. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah. We do. Yes. Craig will be alerted. We can
3: summon Craig from the netherworld again.
0: Oh, yeah. That might be fun. That might be fun. Yeah. It came from uh, Eric Jones. Who's thank you, the Eric. artistic director of the Master Singers of Virginia. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's like hey, real. Thank you, Eric. And thank the you, Eric. Yay. And Master Singers of Virginia. Thank you for your kind gift. Uh, we also uh, do this show. I'm going to let Owen close it out. So as as we traditionally do. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us. I remind you, next week, it's the holiday special. We are recording early. We're recording it on Monday, so you can also watch us do that live. Monday the 20th, tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2200 UTC. Same time, new day. Uh, We always do twit uh, uh, around, actually, 2.30 p.m. Pacific, 5.30 Eastern on a Sunday, 2230 UTC. Uh as as always, you could watch us record the holiday special tomorrow or any Twitch show uh by going to live.twit.tv. You could chat with us at irc.twit.tv. So I encourage you to do that. Uh the following week will be our best of episode. That's January second and January 9th. We'll come back live with a live Twitch, And that one is going to be very interesting. Our futurist panel, including Daniel Suarez, sci-fi author with Amy Webb and Futurist, and we're working on a scientist uh, to get somebody in there. So that way we'll kind of cover it all. That should be a lot of fun on January 9th. If you're a member of Club Twit, you can also chat with us all the time at any time in our uh, Discord server. You also get ad-free versions of all of our shows and the Twit Plus feed, which has things that we don't put out on the regular podcast feed, like our Untitled Linux show, the Giz Fizz, uh, Stacy Higginbotham's Book Club, we have Ask you're coming up on Ask Me Anything, aren't you, Jeff, pretty soon? You're going to be on? Yep, pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. In right January? Like March. Oh, March. March? We're booked yeah, out to he March. He booked way,
3: I tell you, and is organized, he has booked <laughs> through cow. 2030. Holy he's cow. Booked,
2: he booked me three years ago, and he keeps bothering me about it. I'm like, bro, I don't need to answer yes yet, okay? You, you booked me 17 <laughs> don't, years don't ago. Don't put it off. Don't put All it right. off.
0: But if you want to, if you want access to all that great content, just join Club Twit. Seven dollars a month. It supports us oh, and everything we're doing. Fun people. It's really Good a great. People. It's turned out to be really, really great. And we thank all of the thousands of people who are members now. Uh, this you show. You have a nice
3: welcoming uh, meme up on there right now. If you can do the video.
0: Oh, I go I go Joe. to our Discord. You that's mean the, good, join us, join, join us, join, join us. <laughs> <laughs> and also there've been a number of tardigrade uh, 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 things. And here's, here's a video of, uh, of <laughs> Tim trying, trying to get his truck across the lake. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what that is. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've now gone down the rabbit hole of animated gifs on uh, on the Discord. Club Twit is available at twit.tv/slash club twit, and we do have, by the way, uh, corporate memberships. We've now got two companies with corporate memberships, that's great. so that's really great. It's a good way to kind of spiff your employees. Uh, it tends to be off in the IT department. People like that they really appreciate it. So twit.tv/slash club twit. And now, ladies and gentlemen, to close out. Our last episode of 2021, I give you the right reverend Owen J.J. Stone. Uh, First of
2: all, if you're in the chat or you're in the Discord, you are the backbone of this show. You guys are smart and creative. I'd also suggest that you say the name of the show should be uh, Fake Filtration, Imaginary Filtration, Something with Filtration. Think of it yourselves. Talk about it. I was going to do Skippity Doodah. I mean, no, I no, no, no. We, good. We, no, no we, we really need to emphasize this filtration uh, chat room and, <laughs> and, and Discord. Just focus on that for me. Come up with something quippy and working Having and, and to do with filtration.
0: Out. Okay. All right.
2: Um, secondly, uh, it is the most wonderful time of the year, which also means that for some people it is the worst time of the year. So if you have family members that have don't have kids or are, are alone or maybe their spouse passed away, make sure you check on your aunts, your uncles, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins. Call them, stop by, pick them up, go watch Spider-Man together, spend some time because you got a couple days off. But don't forget about the people that are usually alone at this time of year that are in your circle. I know Omnicron's out there, but if you could even just give them a call to check on them, I'm sure they would appreciate you. I will tell you that the one show that I don't do enough, but I'll start doing next year, is Raising a Ninja because people love talking to Leah and about Leah. And I'll tell you, the other night I came home and... um, You know, we bought all these candles. If you look on the internet, you can see it. And the candle was fresh in her room. And I'm like, man, it was just fresh. Her lights were out, everything was dark. And I was like, there's no way she went to bed that quick. And so the next day, I'm like, yo, what, what happened last night? She was like, oh, I was actually crying. And when I heard you come in, I didn't want to mm. bother you. So I just blew the candle out and I jumped in bed and went. So I was like, well, why were you upset? And she was like, it's not a big deal. You know, the holidays, you know, just pressure, school and all that. And I was like, no, like, literally, let's talk about why. And she said she's wrestling. You know, it's two hours after school, beating her body up. You know, school, work, tests, and, you know, just the the general things of life. And, you know, she's making soap and doing all that stuff. So long story short, uh, Christmas Eve, this will be the last uh, orders for taking for soap. We're going to shut it down for next year so she can focus on her sports and the other things that she wants to do. And it's totally fine. But my point is that my kid is one of the happiest kids on earth, you know. But Her mom's a great mom, I do the best I can But even she was just super sad and down for a day And if you don't think to take the time to check on your kids Or your parents or your loved one, your significant other Sometimes that moment can cascade into something else So make sure you're paying attention, make sure you're looking out And again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa Happy whatever you celebrate Woo. But make sure you check on the people that are alone in the world Because I love you, they love you, we love you Merry Christmas, and you know what else they say? Another twist in the can. <laughs> Road of music. Doing the twist. Doing the twist.